Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Slowly let go of me, I think you're brutal my neck me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here! Martini, shaken, not stirred. The force will be with you always. Avengers, assemble in the red corner. Standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds. Is the Eclectic Collective. We are live. We're live, baby. It works. Right. Hello. Hello, check. world. Check one, two. Check. Mic check. We are the Eclectic Collective. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. I'm Brian. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. And I'm Jim. I'm back. <laughs> and your name's Scoots. By the, way, by the way, Brian, number one, you're Scoots. I'm Ryan. I know. Okay. <laughs> that went well, by the way. That went You're totally good. Totally great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say Brian, a.k.a. Scoots, and then my lights went off. <laughs> we should just do And uh, Let's start again. Uh, no, here, um, thank you all for uh, joining us. Um, we are here. To, we, we've had this uh, topic on our minds for a little while. It's about cult classic movies. Now, before we get into uh, our definition of cult classic movies, and then we're going to talk about which movies we think are uh, the definition of cult classics, and we you will probably probably hear arguing on what movies tonight uh, they think is and uh, and how they are wrong. Well, what I'm what really is a right. cult classic? And all these and, guys over here, and what Matt wrong. thinks a cult classic is. That's basically what it is. What everyone else thinks a cult classic is, and then Matt's separate. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what he said. Yeah. So before before we before we get into our definitions, I, I'm going to read the actual definition uh, by the American Movie Society. It's something typically a movie or book that is popular and uh, fashionable among a particular group or section of society. Now I think. That yes, that that has a lot of merit, and that's probably I mean I, it's the actual definition. But when it comes to movies, I think that there's a, a lot more to it when it comes to like money spent and everything. So, like my definition, if I'm thinking <coughs> cult classic movie, is like a low budget, off the wall movie that is like pretty good that you know like fails in theaters. And but comes out in DVD and then just blows up, you know. So what do y'all think? What is y'all's well, what? But Jim? what about uh? Oh, sorry, Jim, you're muted. By the way, I know I can press my space bar and you can hear me. 
Oh, okay. What were you saying, Brian? Oh, I was just going to say, so But you said like a small budget. What if it's a big budget movie that just totally tanks right. at the box office, then comes out later and has that groundswell? Yeah, I would agree uh, with Brian. I, okay, I can <laughs> see that. Like, I can see if something fails in the theater. But, man, like, I don't know, man. Like, when you put a lot of money into it, like an advertising and everything or, well like, what I happens if it's just like a big budget movie but not a lot of advertising and maybe that's the reason it failed i don't know if you invest that much in a movie i just think it takes away from the specialness of what a cult classic is couldn't couldn't it just simply be it's more successful out of the theater than it was in right the that's, how I, that's, I, that's how I would yeah that's what i would classify it as that's the way i always looked at it mm-hmm <laughs> What about y'all? Now, now, don't get me wrong. It had to have some kind of really big success out of the theater, but it was still more successful and widely successful out of the theater and for years to come versus, you know, a short run in the theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a prime I example of that is Austin Powers didn't do good at all in theater. Right. Home video, man, it exploded. Yeah. I always see a cult film as a, a movie – that just no matter what the fans make sure it stands the test of time, regardless of how good or bad it is. Uh, people will follow. It's got a following and they're not going to move for anybody. No matter what anybody says, they'll defend it to the death. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's yours. <laughs> so much- <laughs> Hello. 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 No. Oh, yes. Hello, family. I see your love and I deny it. <laughs> <laughs> it was you know, don't bring thing. ice cream if you can't share it with everyone so y'all are saying y'all are saying that We're all it could be yeah. in addition to it could be a big budget film that failed in theaters oh. and come out yes yeah yes. yes i mean yeah yeah i'd agree i'd agree i don't know man i don't i, don't I like mean it. say it comes out that smells stink with but it like just downs at the box office, and then but later on, like the DVD sales, the streaming goes way up, and it becomes a classic because mm-hmm. a lot of people watch it. All right, I need an example though. I need an example of a high budget failed movie that has come uh, out. Well, some people consider the movie John Carter a culture film, or not culture, uh, a cult, a cult film. classic. It completely bombed in the box office, but it's got a following right now. John Carter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the Disney movie. Yeah, the Disney movie, John Carter. Yeah, they're Mars. There. Mars. He ate one half of one sandwich. Yeah, but all right. So, like, <laughs> that's not right. Give me one example. We give you one example. No, it doesn't right, matter. John Carter. <laughs> tell you my opinion. Your opinion means nothing to me, Josh. Okay? You give me what I want, and I tell you, no. That movie hey, do not work for me. You asked the question. Give me, give me five. Work, no, that doesn't work for me, man. I get, you asked not the only, okay, but not only, like, uh, not only, yes, it was high budget. One, it was Disney. Nothing from Disney is a cult classic. I'm sorry. It's just not. And two and three, when you have something that high budget that it does suck, the movie's awful. And then like you bring it to uh, DVD, like I, I don't, I've never heard John Carter being brought up as any kind of cult classic. I've never seen anybody dress up as John Carter at a co- convention. 
I've never heard anybody talk about. The only thing I've heard about John Carter is the old novels and comic book series that he had in like the 20s when he came out and he was really big. Like, that's the only thing about John Carter. So if I was going to say anything with, about a cult classic with John Carter, it would be comic books and not the dumb movie that came out. So my example, the one movie that always, when you say cult classic, the one that always pops in my brain that I go back to is The Big Lebowski. Yes. Just, just because, that one. Yeah. because um, I mean, back when it you know first released... I mean, if, if, I, if memory serves, it, I think it just barely broke even in the box yeah. office. Yeah. And, but now today, The Big Lebowski has gotten so big, they finally made a sequel to it. Um, so, well, kind of a sequel, an offshoot of it. But, um, but now I hear uh, so many people. I mean, The Big Lebowski came up in Water Cooler Talk at the office so many times. Yeah. Everybody talks mm. about the Big Lebowski, and everybody knows dude. it. Dude. Okay, so, dude. Damn, man. <laughs> so I'm curious, though, because at first, Brian didn't think it was a, a cult classic, but he had since changed his mind because him and Josh were talking about this one day. I'm curious. I know you've changed your mind. I know right. you agree that it's right. a, a I think Matt's disappointed. He wanted an argument. <laughs> I, I did want an argument, but I want to know what was keeping you from choosing it at first, and, and then you came around to it. Uh, because I am uh, misremembered the amount of money it made at the box office, because I thought it made a lot more money, and therefore it was still, you know, it was already big before it went to home video, so therefore it was just already big, but I, I was mistaken. So are you are you saying that even if it if it was if it did make a lot of money in the theater that it wouldn't be a cult no pop? what I'm what I'm saying is if it had like a if it had already had a bunch of uh, a big following in the theater and then it had a following on video too yeah if it was bigger then yes but if it was about the same no see what I'm saying yeah interesting yeah I would say I would say Big Lebowski's one only because. Mm -hmm. I got to be honest. When I saw it in theaters, I no part of me give, gave a crap to go see that movie. There was nothing that grabbed my attention, and I was just like, "That's one that I'll probably see on DVD." And then I did, and then of course I I fell in love with the dude. Everybody <laughs> wants to be the dude. Everybody <laughs> wants the bathroom. I, I You're Lebowski, the Lebowski. <laughs> I fell in love with the Jesus. Nobody with the Jesus. <laughs> have you are you gonna watch that movie he just came out with the jesus he just came out with his own movie like yeah. it came straight to video i had no idea this is the first i'm hearing about it yes i think yep. it's called jesus rolls or yeah. not a roll. Yeah. it was straight to like netflix and there it's out we're not netflix watch uh, it now i'm sorry there are just some movies i do not think you need to touch with a sequel and that's one of them Tron. It, it's, it's <laughs> own thing. yeah well on <laughs> Agreed. What'd you say? Yes, Tron. Tron. Oh yeah. Tron I'm sorry, trash. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's wrong see, with Tron? I, I like Tron Legacy. I didn't see that as a sequel. I never saw that as a sequel. I liked the Tron Legacy. No, it was a sequel. I like. Oh, I agree, it's a sequel, but I didn't think it was horrible. It now the CGI, horrible, the CGI for its time was bad. I don't it was think it was horrible, crap. but I don't think it was good. I, I would have been. Crap. I think everything would have been better if it had never been made. 
Brian, why don't you tell them how you really feel, man? (laughs) Hold on. Do you say the same thing about Blade Runner? Yes. See, uh, no. I don't like the new Blade Runner. Uh -uh. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, I got to say the original one. The original is by far one of the biggest cult classic followers. It is the greatest movie, but I think they did a wonderful job in keeping with the spirit of it and continuing it. I want to see another one. I want to see what happens with uh, Jared Leto's character, which we only got a small bit of. So you're saying you're okay with cult classics having a sequel? It did good enough to have a sequel? No, I'm saying. There are some movies you should never, ever touch. Um, when they first said Blade Runner was coming out with a sequel, I'll be the first to admit, I was like, why are you doing this? Why? Don't, that's one of those movies you just don't touch. Um, but the way Blade they Runner, did it, Blade Runner was I thought was a sequel. genius. I'll be they the, didn't yeah. make it a sequel. They kind of made it, you know, as something to come back around to some of the big questions that were asked in the beginning. Yeah. You know? You know, do these replicants have souls? Do they, you know, it, it brought up a lot of questions. And uh, and it was he, was he a replicant? Mm-hmm. Depends probably, on who you ask. Uh, yeah. Hey, my probably- mom's going, hi, mom. <laughs> hi, mom. <laughs> you know, my, my mama, how you doing, mom? Thank you for bringing me here. I just want to say, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. See? When you go, so, all right, so, would you, uh, what about Dazed and Confused? Ooh. Yeah, I would say. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Because, because, like, all right, but see, with with Dazed and Confused, I was a little conflicted with this because. Were you dazed and confused? I was, (laughs) yeah, maybe a little both, maybe a little both. They were cones. uh, (laughs) i was a little conflicted with this one because it didn't have a point you know it was just one of those fun going from junior to senior year middle going into yeah and i think that what i think what made it a cult classic for me was the characters and uh, oh oh and, and, and while i'm mentioning it jim did you like dazed and confused um, I could take it or leave it. I wasn't, I'm not a huge fan of Days and Confused. All right. All right. Not a big hey, actors in it. Matt, I, I like, love, I love that the, film. I like what you said about the characters and stuff, because not really a lot going on. The same could be said with the movie Clerks. Same idea. There wasn't a yeah. lot going on, but the characters and these little situations they were in always make us come back and watch it. Yeah. You were so funny. You want to know what's funny about Clerks is I hated Jay's character in Clerks. I think Jay came into his own when Mallrats was made. I agree. I was, yeah, yes. like, Jay That's where I think like, both of them, both of them shine uh, yeah. in Mallrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Their duo Mallrats, came alive way better in Mallrats. But see, that's the thing. Mallrats is one of those movies that a lot of people argue about. Is it a sequel or is it a standalone cult film? And to top it off, how many times do you have a director <laughs> make two different movies that both become cult followings like that. Some people well, are all about clerks. Some people are all about mall rats. I, I don't I, I can tell connected. you one. Well, but. no, hold on, hold on. Aren't they, they're not all sequels. Aren't they all at the same time? Because don't they bring up the girl who died in the pool? 
I mean, they bring up those things, but they talk about it in a way where they're connected. But I always thought they were all in the same universe. Yeah, they're all in the same universe. No, but I mean, like they're all happening at the same time, or like within a week of each other. I don't Um, remember. I have to ask Katie. She's like a big Kevin Smith fan. Like I I could be wrong, but like I thought, like uh, Clerks, uh, Mallrats, and what was the one right after Mallrats? Was it chasing, chasing Amy? Amy. Chasing Amy. Yeah, like I think all what I like I thought all three of them like were like within a week of each other or something because I think they all mentioned I can't remember the girl's name but the girl who was who died in the pool. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> Dang it! Now I'm have to watch all of them just to find so the pool I'm, reference. Now, okay, so I had mall rats in my head, but now I'm conflicted because like they're all kind of like a part of each other. Because I always think, like, it's always that one movie, like, okay, so, like, Juno, there's never going to be a sequel, there's never going to be anything like it, and, like, it's funny, but it's, that's all there's going to be, like, is Juno. Like, it didn't, it didn't do well in the theaters, but when it came out Mm -hmm. to DVD, it had humongous DVD sales, Mm -hmm. but we knew that there was never going to be anything more with that character. It was, that was it. That was it. Like that one movie. If you want the Juno character, you have to go watch the Juno. Yeah, go movie. watch Juno. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kira Graves says that I thought they were a series. Not sure what she's talking. I about. always thought they were Probably all in the same like, universe. Like Kevin Smith. Yeah. yeah. I always yeah, thought they I were mean, in the same weird. universe, but uh, I never. Yeah, I mean, Josh, your mom just said, "Okay, guys, you speak Latin to me. Have fun." That's because. <laughs> That's because my mother never understood me and my movieisms. Cindy, um, let me break it down for you. Movies. They're awesome. <laughs> Glad you explained it that way. You're standing with the black sheep of the family who does impressions, and uh, you all just used to laugh at me. What Matt, about are you talking about the, the... Say again? That's a, well, that's a good one, Ryan. Empire oh, yeah, that's a really good one. Empire, Empire Records. Records. Definitely. Yeah. Empire Records. You, yeah, I mean, that right there, I believe, would be called. I love that film. That film is awesome. I would say I would say Empire I'm Records is probably high on the list because it had parts in that movie that have really affected society, like Rex Manning. <laughs> Rex Manning Day. Like, what other movie like has done that? Say no more. Yeah, <laughs> we have to celebrate Rex Manning Day. Rex like it's Manning. really done it like it literally did something to mm-hmm. society so yeah even like after you. all these years yeah i'm like you matt like what other movie do you know that has a day named after it pretty much rex right. manning day that guy groundhog like, day that groundhog guy, day. <laughs> that guy <laughs> he thought he was gonna make it huge with like grease too and it like flopped oh uh, yeah <laughs> dude. empire records came out and he was like yeah i'm in my 40s why not and now, he's, and now he's iconicized this Rex Manning. Yeah. Now I bet you he like goes to cons and stuff as Rex Manning mm-hmm. and still signs stuff today. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta be honest, if he came down here, I would probably get something Rex Manning like signed as long as it was cheap. It would have to be like, really cheap. <laughs> what's your what's your what's your break point on that autograph pricing there? Is it 15, 20 bucks worth of uh, six? Point? Six seventy five, maybe. Okay. Uh, okay. If I have a few pennies left in the cup holder, like I'll I'll float them. I'll float them a few pennies extra. No, I wouldn't go with seven dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not at all. <laughs> so I'm gonna throw this out there. So this goes against our definition, but 
it's considered a cult classic in, in pop culture simply because of how long it's been kept alive in popularity. On, Love you too, mom. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> uh, but how long it's been, um, how long it's been kept popular by pop culture, the breakfast club, the breakfast wow. club, the breakfast club was, was a box office success. However, it has been kept alive for decades in popularity just because it is, it, it just, there's the ground swelling of fans. Every generation mm-hmm. just keep getting, they love that film. And so, you know, how do we, you know, you know, how do we determine that? Is that, a, do we consider that a cult classic or is it just a very successful well, film? Well, that's interesting you, you said that because I was wondering. Yeah. Because it was a box office success. See, that's the reason I would just say well, it's a classic movie. Classic movie, but yeah. not a cult classic film. Not a cult right. classic, just not a, a classic cult, movie. Just a yeah. classic movie, it's yes. Okay. If it's something that can that can keep lasting and lasting, yeah. Uh, and it was already a hit in its time, I would consider that a classic movie. Okay. Especially I if, about keep, that. I about if, that. if it keeps reaching somebody every Dad, I feel like you generation. need to say something. Sorry. Go ahead. The, 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 gerbil, the gerbil's turning. I, I, I smell smoke. There. I smell smoke. There. I, I, I feel a little scared talking about this movie because this movie's like the Bible to some people in the John Hughes world. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of John Hughes fans out there. Yeah, for sure. So, like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, tread lightly. I, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to tread lightly here. Um, There's no tread lightly. You're going to hell. No. <laughs> don't disgrace the john hughes no i love john hughes just breakfast i don't know man breakfast club all right so like all right but it fits everything like stop it, it, this is I'm that moment in the movie where the angel says you're a young man don't do it <laughs> <laughs> all right but like it, it fits everything in my definition like it has it has uh, like effective characters like every character in there is like it relates to somebody uh, like it, everybody is like relates to the the whole detention thing. Even though I've never had it, Josh and Micah. <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> you know, like it, it, the situation, there has no. It, it, it didn't have a point. The whole movie didn't have like a whole point to me, except the characters. You know, like uh, so. Like I get, I, I understand why. Oh, uh, he's so it. young. <laughs> I understand why it got so big. He's so naive. Why it still is is still popular today, but with this movie, man, like, like it fit. Okay, so let me let me sum it up. Let me let me just sum it up here. Everyone holds your breath. Like, ready to I can see it. Time. I can see it going either way, even though the movie sucks. Boom! I said it. It sucks. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, he's get here comes the backlash. Here we go. It's 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 a. Okay. Hey, he has the right to his opinion, even though it's wrong. Wrong, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hang, 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 hang tight, hang tight, Matt. It has. Who was the tough guy? Who was the tough guy? I don't Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. Judd Nelson. No, but what was his character's name? Bender. John Bender. Okay, so Bender. When I saw this movie, Bender was the only one that I thought did really good acting. 
which is ironic because everything at his acting after that movie was absolutely awful. <clears throat> so, but everybody else in that movie, including Emilio Estevez, just looked like Mighty Duck Man. Mighty Duck Man, but only in this movie. <laughs> just looked like they were reading Emilio! from cards. Emilio! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> curious just, what's just, wrong with you, I man. I, I, I'm not, like, I've gotten off topic because, yes, it, it fits everything in my criteria for a classic or a cult classic movie because the characters affect society and relate to society at that time and even some today. But as a whole, the movie is garbage. I just want to tell you, Kira Graves says, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Man, hold on a second. So going on to what all of you guys have been saying as far as what what lies into a cold classic block, money. For instance, okay, what is the what what qualifies via the budget for it to be considered a cult classic as well? Like, okay, let's say for instance, hold on, say for instance, uh, a movie has a budget of sixty million. Where along the lines of that, does it have to fail and go under that, or can it have made that plus only five million? So, I, hey, so I, I think our general uh, definition with the group was yes. more or less it maybe it tanks in the theater, so that way sixty so million under budget. So it comes in under budget, barely breaks yes. even or something, but then it becomes this worldwide success in DVD, Blu-ray streaming world. Matt, I think differs because so sixty million. That's kind of a in, you know today, even in today, that's kind of a uh, a decent. That's kind of a decent budget, you know, for a film. So coming in at Which, 60, 70, 80 million, even uh -huh. if it tanks, Matt's probably going to say it's probably not a cult classic because it was a big budget to start what with. About Prin what about Princess Bride? It only made thirty million. What was the budget though? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what the budget was, but it didn't make much. It didn't make. I know that Princess Bride didn't make much in the theater, but it made a whole bunch in VHS. Oh, it doubled. It doubled its budget. It was sixteen million. And yeah, so it was sixteen million budget made did thirty worldwide. So, I mean, but but for the eighties, that was a pretty low budget because in the eighties was when people were investing the most in movies. Yeah, so special I would effects. Still, yeah, I would still consider Princess Bride because I was going to say even today, even for today's budget, because I know everything's a lot more. And I would say anything over $32 million would be too much to be considered a cult classic, even today. Because even though, like, okay, say like Ready Player One, that's like a $200 million, $200 million movie, right? And mm -hmm. it... It it has things in it that could affect society and things that could change. Like people are already creating their own uh, oasis and stuff like that. Uh, so it's like it's a, having an effect on uh, society. It has a, an effect on the uh, nerd culture because people are already dressing up as characters in it. So all the characters, people are fans of different characters. And there's all, all these aspects. But because it's such a big budget movie. I would never consider it a cult classic. I would consider it like Brian. It was a very successful movie. Classic movie. Yeah, classic think, movie. Yeah, well, classic movie. Yeah. Well, so going on that, 
you got to take a budget out of the equation at some point, though. It can't all be about the money that's up, that's fronted for the movie because there are some movies that are just it's all about the fan base. It's all about the following. Well, that and, and going on to that, that's why I was bringing that up because it's interesting. You talk about a budget failing to be a cult classic, and even going on to what you said, Matt, being that it it honestly needs to be under thirty two thousand in your eyes. Million. Million. Sorry, yeah, sorry, thirty two million to be considered a cult classic, but yet I know there's a lot of fan base out there for a fight club. Mm, fight, there you go. Fight club was 62 million and made 108 million at box office. So yep. it almost doubled its budget and yep. became, and, and later on after it left, it, it, it made even more in DVD sales. It affected society for sure, man. Cause it, people started, yes. the people started popping up with their own fight clubs and yeah. all kinds See, of I stuff. consider fight club, a cold classic. Did anybody yeah. so differently after that movie was made? <laughs> this is why yeah. I disagree with that. I, okay. Before I know y'all gonna get on me, but <laughs> I love fight club. I love it. It's an amazing freaking movie. I could watch it all the time. I don't consider it a cult classic because I think it made that much money because of the two guys that were in it. You had Brad Pitt, who is one of the like highest grossing actors at the time, like even seven, you know, like that's why they put him in seven, even though he's an amazing actor, these movies because of Brad Pitt, because Brad Pitt was a big name during that time frame. That's why he's made. He made so many movies. It was like he was the rock at the time. Like if you look at that period of when he first started, through like maybe a few years after Fight Club, man, he was in a trillion movies. It's See, because I of the name. I disagree. He made movies like Seven specifically to not be that A-list actor. Uh, when he was making Seven, they asked him at some point to have a scene with his shirt off, and he said, "No, I don't want to be that actor all the time. I want to be in a legitimate acting role." That's why he made movies like that. Now, Fight Club, we had his shirt off a lot. Okay, he was even eye candy for me. Don't judge. But anyway, <laughs> <I'm just saying. laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, no, I, I disagree. Sorry, I disagree there. So he went. He didn't have his shirt off in Seven, but he was like butt naked in every other movie he made. Of course. I'll give you the uh, well, Twelve Monkeys, which is considered a very high uh, cult following movie. I would consider and that I, a cult classic, also. Yeah, Enough that it's oh, it was successful. It was widely successful in the theater, though. It was, but it's got a follow. It's got it, yeah, but I think it was only mildly successful because of Brad Pitt and uh, Bruce Willis. That's what I'm saying. But dude, he, I mean, you could, I mean. You could say you could argue this on a lot of themes. Stanley Kubrick films mm. have a huge following and mostly were successful. A Clockwork Orange. I think A Clockwork Orange is probably considered the biggest cult film of all time. It's definitely uh, and uh, it's it's definitely uh, top of the list. I've never seen pop it. culture. But it was widely successful and it's it's maintained a huge following through the decades. Hold on. Going back to what Michael said about Bruce Willis, I find fault in that answer because that's like saying the fifth element is not a cult movie because of Bruce Willis. That movie, even though Bruce Willis was good, is not the reason why that's a cult following. That movie has a huge fan base behind it. And no, it's not I agree. I, I was just saying that movie in particular, not it's just because. Big. But even Brad Pitt got nominated for 12 Monkeys, though. A lot of people thought he should have won. 
See, but all the movies I'm thinking of that fit my description of a cult classic don't have a popular actor at the time. Like it, most of these movies kind of made their name, like that, like that I have in my head. So, like, let me. Okay, so like uh, Half Baked. None yeah, of them were really big at the time. You had up and you had an up and comer. You had two up and comer comedians. That movie flopped in the theater. All and it's like a pothead society movie outside of the theater. So like there, it, it it fits a certain specific type of society. But none of them were that big. Like Dave Chappelle and what was the other actor? Jim uh, Brewer. Yeah, yeah, Jim Brewer. They were, they were both uh, up. Also, uh, Harlan Ellison wasn't he in that? Yeah, who he was Harlan Ellison? You gotta remind me who that is. I'm sorry. Uh, the dude um, with the crazy hair and went to jail. Remember the oh show? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. From Tales yeah. from the Hood yeah 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 that's a cult yeah. that's a cult Tales classic. from the Hood that's a hey, cult Matt, what about what about Warriors Warriors is definitely oh, a yeah I'm gonna I'm uh yeah because when it came out came out yeah like <laughs> to me Warriors spurred yeah the courage mm-hmm. for uh people to start making movies about gangs. See, okay, like, like, so, yeah. through games. Well, when they made that movie, they were trying to shoot for something much bigger, but it completely bombed. I mean, yeah, like, during that time period, but you yeah, had Warriors. Still, yeah, it, I mean, hell, it even got made into a video game later on. I mean, come yeah. on, it's mm-hmm. still up and running. I, st- I, lo- I want to go as a baseball fury one time for Halloween. I want to scare the heck out of some kids like that. You had Warriors. You had Rumblefish. And also, what about in '81, the Evil Dead? There's a huge yeah, cult Evil classic. Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Army of Dark Army Darkness. Darkness. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. There's a, but at the same time, there's a lot of horror film or horror genre stuff that you could consider cult classic. Cult class, that oh, is yeah. true. true. There is. Yeah. You could say you could say the whole Halloween franchise because for one, it didn't break any of Matt's budgetary specialties, and, and all it did was kill at the box office. I know. Okay. He's up here for me. <laughs> okay, but like for Halloween like, though, for, like Halloween, for instance, how? Yeah, they made it. I agree. I, I mean, I wasn't alive at the time, but well, I was, was for the third. It movie. was nineteen. It was in nineteen seventy-eight when they originally did the first one for three hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. But what do you I would do agree if with you're that until they make a made, film, and then it somehow unexpectedly blows up like Halloween did. I mean, if you go back exactly. and look at it. I think they were trying to actually make something to have a passionate fan following, but it ended up blowing up a lot bigger than they expected. Oh, it totally okay. did because that movie made seventy million off a three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars budget. It's such a tone for all slasher films to come. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would yeah, only yeah. consider part one a cult classic. I would not consider any of the others. I would consider the first movie a cult classic. I would not consider the sequel. I would not consider any sequel since then. I would say that that character from that movie, so Halloween one, it is my it is a must watch on Halloween for me. I, I don't think they should have made any other Halloween one is a classic. Anything after, no, nah, I, I I couldn't say any of the others were. They, they should have kept it part one only, in my opinion. What about one yeah, I, that was a hit? Like it was a hit when you spoke of Brad Pitt, it made me think of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But it was a huge hit. But as a midnight falling, what about Pulp Fiction? That one rides the line for me. See, I think yeah. exactly. I mean, no, a lot of Tarantino is cult classic. Hold on, Ryan didn't finish. No, that's a good point. So you're right. It rides the fence because not only was it a huge movie, John Travolta's comeback, Samuel Jackson had the big 
you know, lines with a lot of actors back though. But you got to think about it. A lot of midnight movies. Think about Pink Floyd, The Wall. They used to show at midnight at Cinema South for years, and that's considered a cult classic. But Pulp Fiction has also been shown a lot at midnight. So would you consider the midnight movies like Rocky Horror Picture Show we know is a cult classic? I think Rocky Horror Picture Show is the ultimate. Well, yeah, that's definitely the ultimate. That's what I think. Okay, okay, but to argue, you know, to put this back on Matt, it, it totally goes against Matt's definition. Rocky Horror Horror was a huge, huge box office success. Huge. Huge. It was a big budget. Huge. And uh, but but it has affected society every generation. It has affected. It's affected Broadway. It's affected cosplay. It's affected. I mean everything. I think the point is, you can't. There's no possible way to say what one definition of a cult classic or cult movie is. I'd agree with that. I think it all Mm -hmm. comes down to the fans. I think it all comes down to like boondock saints, like boondock. That's a cult classic. Those movies made absolutely almost equilibrium. Okay. But equilibrium, that is a perfect one of mine. That's on my list. I love that. Classic. All right. But I, I go back when you said boondock saints, I would say only the first one, not, Anything else that follows? Oh yeah, the first one. Oh, of the course. second one was yeah. like, uh, "Hey, we're gonna give it a little bit." Just because more it has a sequel doesn't immediately it goes into the cult classic. Oh, it's got a part two. It's definitely cult we'll classic. Now, like the Evil Dead, though. See, Evil Dead one, two, yeah. and Army of Darkness. And Army I consider Darkness. all three of those cult classics. Yeah, like like Brian said. Now, like, but Evil Dead's. It, yeah, but Evil Dead and Evil Dead two show from the character of that thing. Evil Dead 2 is basically a remake of Evil Dead 1. It doesn't matter. Better. It's got its own following, too. See, that's the thing. See, I don't watch that's Evil Dead 1. I only different. watch 2. And then yeah, I see, watch I, I watched all of them. And I I love them all. I do like Evil Dead. <laughs> see, like, I like all right, so, like, uh, a favorite cult classic of mine would be Short Circuit. One, not two. <laughs> yeah, we don't speak of two. Part two? The song could kick your ass. No, it's funny. No, it's funny. It's got its humor, but the only reason they okay, so like part one was that Steve Gutenberg was still getting noticed, and you know, of course, he didn't go nowhere after the eighties. But uh, like he was, he wasn't at the height of his career. In two, they had that that guy from uh, oh Fisher Stevens. Yeah, like he was like at the height of his career, so he was a name in that movie. Um, but short circuit one, like, uh, low budget, uh, it was all spare parts, uh, from like military stuff that they like made that some guy, if you read the history of that movie, some guy just made that robot and another guy was like, all right, I'm going to write a movie for that robot. And boom, you have short circuit. It's, it's insane. So like that movie is almost like an accident. And like when it came out, it flopped, but when it came out to, uh, TV, it got so huge that they had to make a sequel because they were saying did, did anybody else after watching Short, Short Circuit use the word stat for everything? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I do want to talk about because I'm just curious on everybody's opinion. Rocky Horror. I know we probably, have we all seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we do I I, it's it's probably the number one cult classic of all time, I think. Yeah, well, I because of its effect on society and everything. Yeah. Even 
even taking into consideration its box office success, I still consider it a, a cult classic. Oh, think yeah. about it. Yeah, like, yeah, how many one. people come out, especially at Halloween? Because I think that's when it shows all the time. But yes, how many yep. people dress up every year and is yeah. so devoted to that movie. Yeah, it's not just it's not even oh, just right. that dressing up. If you go to if you back then, if you were to go to not too long ago, go to a, a like a McKay's or something like that, because you're like, ooh, it's Halloween, I need to go get it. It's not it's nowhere to be seen yeah. on the shelves. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. And they're selling it for top dollar. And on top of that, here in Nashville, you've got Belcourt that plays it every I single think, year. I think also Rocky Horror, at least for some people, they consider it such a fan film because of the audience participation and also some people consider Rocky Horror Picture so one of those gloriously bad movies that everyone loves. Um, over in the comments on Facebook, Dalton, my cousin, mentioned uh, what about the movie The Room? Okay. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it is a cult classic. It was, it was late. The Room. That's that one based on the disaster. We made. What? Tenny, you were talking. The one disaster artist, disaster yeah. artist, Tommy. What's his name? Uh, what's so or what? Yeah, his name. Oh, yeah, that garbage. The original yeah. film, not the movie that they yeah, made. Yeah, the actual, Ooh. yeah. Ooh. I would Kira, hey, hey, y'all, Kira Graves just brought up a good point. Yep. What, a, what about a Christmas story? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you want to know why? Because of TBS and TNT that plays it. All day yeah. on Christmas. Yeah, I agree with Brian. I think I think at one point, I think one channel plays it twenty four seven for like a D- week during CBS Christmas. Does oh. during Christmas day? Uh, yeah. Monica, did you day. finally watch that? I did, like two years. Oh, just ago. like a, it's a wonderful life. <laughs> I still haven't seen Same Heat deal. though. That makes you feel with better. The, but with, I got with one. The, you need to watch Heat. No, actually, but, I have a I have a question for Matt. With the money wise, I'm going to throw this movie out there. Here we go. It bombed. At its time, and had a huge budget, which you considered a cult. Willy Here Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. No, because it's Wilder. I consider I would, that a classic. I still call it. I still consider it a cult classic. I call. I consider it a cult classic. I consider Blazing Saddles because a cult it, classic. Yeah, because it yeah. failed. It it was like, I think it was like a million dollars, or no, it was like three million dollars it took to make it, and it only made a half a million dollars. But see, the, it, when I think about it, okay, so two things pop out when you said that movie. It was one, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder was the star star of theater, and like anything he was in, like in the eighties. But this is in the seventies. All right, but you you also got to think. I can't think of anything societal that has changed except music. Like it had amazing music. So right. the only thing I would think of that's why I that brought it, it up. Cause it's like, I mean, but what about the characters? I think like, for that, movie. that many. You had two characters to me that really stood out, and that was Charlie, and that I was Willy Wonka. What about, about the grandpa? What I about Veruca Salt? What so, yeah. about uh, the no? Oompas. See, grandpa was like yeah. such a side character; he had no effect on the movie. Yeah, he see, did. I, I, I think that movie was all about the story. What What made that movie stand the test of time was the story. It's about that anybody, no matter what their background is, can make it. It, yes. and, you know, it, it, yeah. destiny can fall upon those type of people that are in, that are suffering, that are uh, hopeful, that even in spite of all that stuff against them. I think that's what made that movie. Even when you think you're down and out. Oh, sorry. 
But see, I said, even when you think you're down and out because he didn't, he thought it was over. There was no way. And then he gets, you know. But see, all right. So, but like as musicians, like, I don't know if Jim and Brian, y'all agree with me, but like the music in that movie has had a lot of uh, influence on rock music and musicals from then. So like, if I was to think that it, it had any effect on society, it would be within music because some people take a lot of the, uh, like the chromatic scales and stuff that were in that movie, people use them in like heavy metal and rock. So like, well, I mean, you could say that that same argument for Rocky horror picture show. Yep. Yeah. See, as you noticed, I kept my mouth. Yeah, shut. I know you did. I was like, <laughs> you could, you could use that same influence for Rocky horror picture show. I'm just saying that if if you go off, if you go off your definition, it bombed in the box office and it did better when the fans had access to it through VHS, Betamax, all that. It bombed like it was a three million dollar budget and it only made five hundred and twenty six thousand dollars. But I'm biased against Rocky Horror Picture Show because I don't like. Oh, it. you're biased. He's biased. Hey, hey, oh, Toby, he's biased. Oh, so now That's we have it. I kept my mouth he's shut. Biased. He's so biased. He's biased. Hey, Toby. That's definition of a cult classic. If I hate it, then it's not a cult classic. <laughs> then it's not a cult classic. <laughs> Shame, on you. Me, Shame on you. Shame on you. I want to go on record. I want to go on record. Shame. Then I Shame. can say one way or the other. Shame. No, for real. For real. I would consider Rocky Horror Picture Show a cult classic. I don't like the movie, but it look at like as all y'all said, it had a huge effect on society. When you go over to Willy Wonka, it didn't, except in music. It had nothing that anybody in any nerd world or society like it had no change it had nothing that we can bring and say oh that changed this life for how me. many times I don't see i don't see willy wonka shows at midnight how I many don't see anybody going to comic cons dressed as willy wonka i but have if you go to concerts yeah. hold on hold on if you go to concerts <laughs> oh, his you will boiling. hear people like pearl jam glenn hansard the frames uh uh, uh, what's what's the the heavy metal band? Uh, not Primus. The the um, Stardust, Stardust Pantera. Uh, you will hear Willy Wonka stuff in their music because it had a huge effect on how music was played, sung, uh, the notes that were used, the chromatic scales that are played on guitars. You will hear that in music. So I can't say it's a cult classic movie. Because it had no effect on society for me, but it changed. That, that music. argument could be made for lots of films. No, you're not listening. How many? Listen, how many? Mother. How no, many why? times have you why heard the snozberries taste like snozberries? <laughs> why does it have to? How many renditions? This group, this huh? group right here says it. It was in the movie. It was in Super Troopers. Super Troopers. Uh, something else. Uh, what, what was it? What was that other movie it was in? You named two but, things. I mean, two things. It has no effect on society. If you why go why down, down on to society, court, they probably Josh. already got a time for Rocky Horror Picture Show. Josh. So did Willy Wonka? Did the did was there no effect on future directors from the type of directing from that movie? I mean, I was, 
I mean, was there? I mean, no, you're, no. You're music telling, only matters. You're, well, well, you're telling me that matters that here when it comes to no effect on society whatsoever. No, no, Maybe no, a couple no, people no. got some riffs off of it, but that's it. Well, like no, this. but you can't. No, 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 no. You can't do directors. Of course, every director has his movie that inspires them. No crap, man. We're talking about society as a whole. Like when you go down and but like if you having a celebration, all right. Which one of y'all have gone to a Willy Wonka party? Or which one of y'all have gone down to uh, Midnight Willy Wonka or anything like that? Or a Mid- Willy Wonka sing-along? That's they it. Don't exist. When was the last time you went to a They Live concert? Yeah, or concert, a Blade Runner party. Or, right, or a, blo- yeah, Blade a Runner Fight party. Club party. Hey, 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 Blade Runner out of this. You just oh. made movies that... <laughs> that are cult classics. That are cult classics. <laughs> that are cult classics. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's a musical... Doesn't mean all oh, it's got music. No, so it's they, not a cool closet. those movies you said, people dress up as them. People are inspired as them. People have collections of them. You show me stuff like that that has a huge effect on society. Do you know how yes, many people love the props and everything from Willy Wonka and would kill to get like a golden ticket? No, you would. <laughs> not <laughs> only a lot me. of people would. No, not only me, man. Matt. Nah. I you're you're, you're alone ticket. on that tree, bro. That's where I <laughs> and he's on the branch. <laughs> but you know <laughs> what? Why don't you come over to our side? Hey, Matt. It's real nice. Just curious. Like in that time frame, because it bombed off. What about Wizard of Oz? Mm. Yeah, but now is that a no, but classic or is that a classic a classic? Because people, uh, like I see those like costumes and mm-hmm. They still have Wizard of uh, Wizard of Oz sing-alongs, just like Sound of Music. Sound of, even Sound of Music has sing-alongs. So Belcourt recently, like within the past year, had a Sound of Music sing-along. I don't once remember a, a Willy Wonka sing-along. They've had one. If Bell you Court have that stuff, and you have like parties and stuff about society that are dedicated to these movies, then I would be like, yes. It is a cult classic because it has that huge effect on society. Now, I'm not talking about music directors or people who have worked on the movies. Yes, they have all inspired someone at some point or even someone who is a writer that has watched Willy Wonka and is like, oh, my God, I want to write the next Willy Wonka. And then that's why they made the piece of garbage that Johnny Depp was in and almost ruined the Willy Wonka. I I still think that if Michael Keaton was in that, it would be way better. I think it was too dark. I think that's why it failed. It's because the first Willy Wonka was fun, comedic, and sing-alongy, and then you made it dark. Like I think it could have worked. See, I but. think that's one of those movies should have never been touched. Yeah, just like exactly. before. Just like Wizard of Oz. I don't think Wizard of Oz should be touched. Okay, no. I'm going to throw this out there. Hold on. Because this one, a lot of us are fans of. Here we go. Back to the Future. Uh, we're not on the same page. <laughs> Back to the Future One. It's too successful. I would I would count that as a classic classic movie. film. Uh, yeah, okay. I would, yeah, I would yeah, say because I, I don't count it as a cult classic. I got one. No, I, I don't either. I got one that I love, but my wife hates. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Yeah, no, I would say that is a cult classic. Hands yep. down. Yeah, Matthew smiling. <laughs> <laughs> the girl. Yeah, that was I wait, we agree. Oh my god, I would kiss you if we weren't like miles apart. <laughs> that's another movie I'm biased on. Howard the Duck always have a special place in my heart. Me and Steel have watched it like a million times. He even loves it. Okay, here's a shocking one that that's on. I'm looking at the list that I was shocked didn't know it was a cold classic. A Nightmare Before Christmas. 
I've never seen it. I can't have an opinion on it. You've See, never seen it? Never seen it? I personally would oh not God. think A Nightmare Before Christmas was a cult classic. I would well, consider it, it a classic. Yeah, I would. But do. not a cult classic. It's a yeah. classic. That's a classic yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, but I would agree. On the top have, 100, it's number eight. Mm. See, I consider that movie just, I, I think, I don't know. I consider it a league of its own. That movie is just genius, in my opinion. Everything about it. The music, well, the, the animation, the premise. Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. And I like that it's not marketed to the you know the vast majority of people too. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. love that movie. Okay, so I'm gonna throw out another music one. Labyrinth bombed in the box office was great <clears throat> when it came out. Like it did better in DVD and in VHS sales. That's definitely Labyrinth. a cult classic. That's definitely me. a cult classic for me. Yeah, never seen it. I should punch you in What's your face right you? now. I, I saw the movie Legend, and you know I, that was my movie of the time. I would need turn Josh's I, camera off. now, Jim. You got the the power. Turn Josh's camera and mic off. <laughs> hey, 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 man. Hey, we all make mistakes in life. Yeah, yeah big ones. Think, and I that one's a big one. About this one. <laughs> what about? I mean, I'm going back to Tarantino, but what about Reservoir Dogs? Now that one, I consider yeah. a cult. Uh, okay. Yeah, I would consider that to me. That's the only Tarantino film that's a cult classic, and Pulp Fiction. Is like teeter tottering on the fence. To uh, be. I'm I'm with Mike on that one. I'm with because Mike Reservoir Dogs did have when it came out. It had Steve, the people we know now as big actors, but they weren't huge when that movie came out. The Steve only big Steve. name actor at the time was uh, Harvey Keitel. Yeah, Harvey Keitel. Hey, um, I just want to point out that I just did a small Google search and found at least thirty. Willy Wonka events in the past six months before <laughs> coronavirus hit. So just going to throw that out there. You can discuss <laughs> later. Oh, oh, Jim. What about? Oh, he found it. We got a big one. What about uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Yes. 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 I'm, I'm going to say okay. Monty Python as a whole. No. Nah. Just, just, just Holy Grail. Yeah. I mean, no. What about Life no, of Brian? I think, I think Monty Python as a whole. I mean, their group as a whole are just cult classics because, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's, and it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. I mean, my, my definition for Monty Python differs a little bit, but it's, it's because uh, they, they, their stuff, it's one of those, it's those earworm things that gets stuck in the back of your head and you start <laughs> thinking about it and you want to sing it and you're like, it just kind of yeah. creeps back up on you yeah. and you're just like spam, 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 spam. <laughs> See, I, I, I agree with you, Jim. I, I think Mighty Python was like the British invasion of comedy in America. Yeah. Like, I think Mighty Python in general, regardless of any movie of Mighty Python you watch, it changed comedy in, in America forever because like just the things they do, they just weren't done. You know, just mm-hmm. like Mel Brooks, man. Like Mel Brooks just does the comedy yeah. that no one else would do. And I think yeah. Mighty Python brought something different from Britain to here and like changed comedy forever so the i would flying say, circus I would say, was great do what flying circus was great that oh my show. god dude yeah. I, could, I could literally i could watch uh, i could watch life of brian i could watch all of them i, I could watch the shows from one to the next to the next to the next yeah. and keep, just keep watching them because i mean yeah, I love, they're just so I great yeah. yeah i do too okay so not really jim sorry jim but like our generation movie that would be considered you calling him old now He's I'm older old. than we I'm are. Old. I own it. <laughs> no, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Old classic I, I, or not? 
That is a, I call that, I call it a classic. I call it a cult classic. classic because it did not I'm do well in the theater. The and then when it came out, it blew up. Which one? Yeah, it was so, okay. Napoleon it, it Dynamite. Was so, oh, it was yeah. so low budgeted. It was filmed on like iPhones and iPads or something crazy or whatever with that time. It was like, it wasn't even filmed on cameras, whatever at the time it was, it was, I don't know. No, not iPhones, but it was like using a, a, a cheap software. Like I can't remember what software was used at the time or something like that, but like it changed so many aspects. Like, did y'all see that kid who just memorized the entire Napoleon Dynamite dance? Yeah. Uh, for mm-hmm. his class, I was like, see, that had an effect on society. This little kid who wasn't even alive when the movie came out. Do you know how many vote for Pedro it? shirts I saw? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I consider to me. Like Napoleon Dynamite is like our generation clerks. Like we were. Hey, where's y'all's Willy Wonka t-shirts? Go get them right now. You know, I wouldn't so. go that far. Actually, hey, I think I have one in my closet. What about the big meme with condescending Wonka? Is that not good enough for you? I would, I would not, cons- I would not in any way, shape, or form compare Napoleon Dynamite to Clerks. That's just my opinion. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm comparing them because they are two directors who had no money and had a great idea and made something out of nothing. I agree. Like I, I didn't agree with that, I didn't but I could I'm not saying you those. put them next to each other and you compare them. I'm saying the two movies That's were made by two directors. Oh yeah, there there are two ends of the spectrum, but they were two movies who small town people had an idea, and they they achieved their goal with minimal. I don't want to say minimal effort, but minimal resources. Oh, I'm sorry. I just thought of something completely random and semi off topic. Matt, you said way back at the beginning, anything Disney, you would never consider a cult classic, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I and I will argue this until the day I die. Fantasia. Oh, that movie was complete crap. I don't even know. That is I, a cult. I will. I will drive to your house. That is a what cult. makes it. A, what makes it a cult class? It's already got established well, characters. I would. I would completely bombed in every shape and form. But it was Walt Disney's passion project, and now it shows up. It is a little essence of it, and everything that's happened since. And animated films, but it it's already it, got video games. It makes it. I, I'm with a. Uh, I'm with Matt. That that's a garbage. It's, movie. But that's it's already. I'll take you all. Over. I would say a garbage movie. I would say it's classic, <laughs> not. A yeah, cult I, I'm. Classic. I'm with. I'm actually with Matt. I would say it's classic, but not called classic. Yeah, it's because it's already got. It's everybody in there's already established characters. There was like no nothing new about it. You know, like <laughs> even if I even. Even if I don't like it, it's uh, everybody in there was already established. There was nothing new. Just the music was well, in there. Well, uh, like, Yen like, was in there. He was in huh? there. Music class. It freaking sucks. <laughs> 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 so even <laughs> 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 I, I enjoy the music and the animation, but I consider it more of a classic than a cult classic. Yeah, like yeah, I don't think, you man. I want to go. I want to go downstairs and watch Fantasia right now. Yeah. You know yeah, what? I'm gonna true. go watch it right now. We'll, we'll I mean, they, they they still have a dedicated show to Fantasia at Disney to yeah. this day. Yeah, that is true. Fantastic. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. That's like I like I agree that like it had if you. You, it, you can't say it had an effect on society because every character in there was already created and had an effect on society. They just took them and put them in the movie that ended up being a classic for people. Like, like you, you love the movie. I don't, 
but I understand why others did. Jim went to the theater to see it. And so I understand like it becoming a classic, but everybody in there was already in existence. So it's like, well, Fantasia was actually released in 1940. Yes. So if Jim went to go see that, <laughs> dang. No, like, hey, they had I went and saw Fantasia. Josh, they re-released it. They re-released. The I know they right, did. Right. Yeah. Oh, just just FYI, I'm not, I wasn't born in the 40s. So. <laughs> if if so, damn, well. you look good. But what I was going to say is, <laughs> since it, it since it was so far in the past, those characters weren't as established as you think they are. Okay, but all the characters in there were created like Mickey Mouse was 1920. Yeah. So it already had years of yeah. establishment. What about the, the wizard guy? Was he established? Yensen, no, that was his first appearance. Like yeah, that, was his, that, that was his, his first yeah. character. Uh, the dancing hippos. I believe that was the first time. Oh, mm. the dancing hippos. All right, but and those aren't those aren't real characters. Those were just like back. It's like going to uh, 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 Jungle Book and having all the dancing elephants. Right. With the uh, yeah, I got, I got you. you. No, I get you. I'm gonna throw one. I'm gonna throw a movie out there that none of y'all will probably appreciate or remember, or not even because this was part of my generation uh, growing up, and it's got such a funny, it's got a, a lengthy story behind it that we don't have time to get into. But uh, heavy metal. Oh, oh yeah, that is definitely a cult classic. Yeah, that so, is definitely. Uh, it's definitely a cult classic, in my opinion, because my generation still cling to it because. It's one of those movies where we were all like, I'm not going to the theater to see this piece of garbage. This looks terrible. And then we all finally got the video cassette and we broke the video cassettes wearing watching them so much because it was like it was hilarious. But yeah. the funny the funny thing is is that it the 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 funniest story about it is the box office. They spent nine point three million dollars making that movie. It what? did it did five hundred thousand dollars at the box office. Now, was the magazine before or after the movie? Uh, after. I would never guess that they spent over a million dollars on that movie. I would never. have never guessed like, it wouldn't a million dollars over Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But they did. What a, well, I mean, you got to think Wonka? about the. I said I would have never thought they spent three million dollars on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It was. It was the different the type of. It was the different type of animation they used. Yeah. They they used. A separate animation company, a separate sound studio, um, and some and, a, and something else. A different production company. They did like they had like seven companies involved in making it. What about the okay? So now that you brought heavy metal up, what about the uh, other music movie? Where this they is Final Tap. Final Tap. Final Tap. Definitely cold. Wait, wait, wait. It's got music, Matt. So where are we? <laughs> Listen, Mark, where are we on is, that, Matt? This is Micah's thing. Like he takes one aspect of what I said, and then that's what he uses against me. It's he all I got, man. Like hey, I got one. I was show. going. Through, I consider that a cult classic. I was going through the comments, and uh, Kara Grace brought up one that I think we should discuss: Showgirls. Okay, but okay. I think that's dangerous for a bunch okay. of men. Tread <laughs> lightly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As you I mean, speak. It's probably considered. I just, I just turned, I just turned Josh's video off. We're just going to ignore him. <laughs> um, this is censorship. <laughs> censorship. Hey, man, this is <laughs> help. Help! I'm being repressed. This is being <laughs> censorship. I think, I think so, Josh. Point, tell us what you want to tell us. Wait, wait, hold on. I got evidence yeah. to back up her claim. 
Yeah. She she thinks it's the number one. Uh, she considered it a cult. Your childhood cult film. I agree. And if you've done your research, you will know that it is to this day considered the number one ranked uh, in box office for uh, NC-17 rated films, too, because it had a following when it came out and it continued to have a Matt. Your face says it all. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you, my brother. <laughs> when did you uh, do research on NC-17 movies? First of all, that's not your business. <laughs> Second of all, uh, it just happened to pop up. So quarantine <laughs> life, man. Quarantine life. He's got a yeah. lot of time on his hands, Ryan. <laughs> a lot I mean, really? of time. A lot of the uh, of the money it made going to the theater to see that movie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have to ask a question. I I have another one. Okay. Masters of the Universe. Yes, definitely. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, Guys, I'm gonna tell you right now. Any anything with Dolph Lundgren other than Rocky Four is probably a cult movie. <laughs> yes, Dolph Lundgren, because Dolph Lundgren never had a like Rocky was like that I was agree. it. Because even Masters of the Universe, it was nowhere near as popular. Because right. I almost think Rocky ruined him. Like I until mean, like he's a, he's a character actor. Yeah, he it kind of set an un, unrealistic expectation. Um, yes, because that character, even though he didn't say that much in that movie, that like people were probably really afraid of that dude because mm-hmm. he hurt America's hero. Like, like I, I really think Rocky, just like the the Superman curse, like I really think that hurt his career because even when Masters yeah. of the Universe came out, mm-hmm. they made they made that movie. <sighs> All right, but 20, so you, 22, the, toy line, the toy line, though, was already having an effect on society. That's why they made the movie. Right. So right. Do you take the that they made the movie because the toys were so popular and so was the cartoon. Right. right. Do you take that into account because the toy line was first instead of the movie coming first and then them having a toy line that kind of like because, you know, like when a big popular movie comes out. They're like, oh my god, we got a bank. Well, but the thing is, too, that it was so different from the uh, series of uh, figures and and uh, the show. Yeah, it was a completely separate entity kind of thing, right? Because it was it was completely different. The only thing really was He Man and Skeletor. Really, (laughs) you wouldn't say (laughs) the names of the characters. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. You wouldn't say that its previous success had anything to do with it. Well, that would help it at the box office then. But now that there's more people See, I don't, watching I don't, it. I'm looking at it right now. It cost 22, estimated 22 million to make. It only made 17 million in the theater. It didn't right. even make its budget back. See, I was just saying that's the reason. And you would why think if the toy line and the show would have helped it, it would have at least made its budget, if not but, more than its budget. But that being said, and I'm just being devil's advocate here. I'm, I agree right. that it's a cult classic. Yeah, but I'm trying right, to yeah. think of it like because the characters were already popular, even though it tanked in theaters but, because it came out during a time mm-hmm. where people might not have afforded movies. I don't know. Shoot, 1987. All right, yeah, all right. So 87. So like, even though when it left us who were already fans of He-Man, uh-huh. when it came home, like we were the ones that were keeping it and loved it because I love Masters of the Universe. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so we're talking cartoons and toy lines. Let's throw comics into the mix. Flash Gordon. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yes, man. Because okay, but let, let me say because 
that movie made such a ridiculous character awesome. That, <laughs> because, like, man, like I'm a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> like you took you took a popular football player and made him a superhero. Then I was I was like, I don't know, man. But then that movie, like, wait, what team you did he play Queen for? Part of it. How do you get Queen to make your song? Yeah. Like right. right there alone mm-hmm. shows you how like how, how big of an effect it had. Well, wasn't they already um, a fan of the comic strip? Wasn't that? No, I don't know. The I, reason why? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't. I believe I don't. so. Who did he play for? Yeah. Jets. Let's just say I'm a I'm a quarterback for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> It kills, it kills me how much money they spent on that movie when you go back and look at how awful the special effects were. I mean, you know, just even even in the, with the gift of you know with the, the gift of hindsight, going back and looking, knowing it was a different time, you go back and look. They spent twenty million dollars making that movie. Are you oh, kidding Dalton? me? No, Your cousin Josh makes a good point. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Team America, World Police. Yeah. Was yeah. that a box office failure, though? Oh, yeah. Was it? Say, yeah, I believe it was. Oh, yeah. People were were against the South Park guys. And not only that, but it was And puppets. not only that, the, yeah. the movie America. <laughs> Let's just be honest. People wanted to go to the theater and watch puppet sex. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. There's some disturbing people out there, man. I mean, oh my god, everybody's got their thing. No one has mentioned yet. What Donnie Darko? Oh, yeah, I've never seen it. What I've never seen it. Donnie Darko, yeah, that is definitely a cult class. Donnie Darko, that's a trippy movie. It is a trippy movie. Mm -hmm. I can't like that. Was that's another movie that had a huge effect on music. Because a lot of bands got their start in that movie. But <laughs> yeah. I have seen people dress up as that. The bunny. That the rabbit. Yeah. 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 We I would have never about heard that movie if it wasn't for my cousin, Jeremiah. He turned me on to it around the time it came out. I had never heard of it. And thank God he did because back then I didn't watch cult movies like that. I was all about the big movies and stuff. I followed the Academy Awards and stuff. And then. He showed me that movie. I just completely turned over a whole new leaf. I, I got a, I got one for you that broke even at the box office. But I guarantee you everybody here probably likes it. Office Space. Yes. Oh, yes. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. It broke even at the box office. But, how, but, but, see, but see, that talks more. That affects. You talk about affecting people in life. How does that's the epitome of, yes. of office life. of office life. I yes. mean, how many people life? have taken a printer out back and, 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 and smashed it? <laughs> Actually, it means it means even more if you've ever worked in a cubicle job, which I have. Absolutely. Oh my god! With with a boss of a boss of another yes. boss of a boss who actually asked you to come in on a Saturday. I mean, how about you, Ryan? You work in a cubicle. <laughs> I, have, I cannot tell you I cannot tell you how many times as a manager of other people that I've asked people for their TPS reports <laughs> oh you're that guy I am that guy yeah how, how next time make sure you stay there slowly <laughs> my stay there I'm gonna bring this place I'm gonna bring this place like okay how I much tell you what I got one 
that how much has such an effect on me. I actually own a red swing line stapler at work. I was just about to ask. <laughs> I was just about when to I ask. first Hold became on. a teacher, I looked at Katie and I said, I have to have a red swing line stapler. I don't care. And I still have that stapler to this day. I was just about to ask, like, how much money do you think Swing Line made oh, from the God. years following that movie? Exactly. exactly. And Fridays. It had yeah. to be a Swing Line. It couldn't be a cheap, like, knockoff. It, knock it had, to yeah. be had to be a Reds Swing, swing, swing line. line. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so what about I wanted, I wanted to ask this question. It's And it's not yet, in my opinion, but I want to see what your guys' opinion, if it's leaning that way. Okay. Oh, classic. John Wick. No. 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 Yeah. No. No. We're not just defining it by box office success. Well, no, no, but they've already had three and every single one of them is popular. I mean, just the first one. Like we're talking about Halloween. Did this Hold on. Thing. No. no, it's okay. not no I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying oh. that in the future, would, would someone 10 years from now, when John Wick's not popular, go, oh, that. I'd consider that a cult classic. No, I, think I don't think so. Movie, no, I think that movie was kind of like what we were saying earlier. It's one of those movies that started off maybe yeah, as no. something that could I have think been that was like a box a office film that ended yeah. up being bigger than what it was. I think it was. Um, they it, made, it was a twenty. It was a twenty million dollar budget, and it made eighty six million. But that's my point. It, it became one of those movies, kind of like you know some other movies we've mentioned, where they went into it thinking it was going to be like a cult following. It ended up being something <laughs> much bigger. The same can be said for the original Matrix movie. Same idea. They went into it thinking it was going to be one thing, it ended up blowing up. I can't consider The Matrix at all a cult classic. Oh, I know teeters. Either, but I'm saying that teeters it for me. started off as one thing that could have been more like a cult classic. It ended up blowing up. Equilibrium did a better job with it, I think. Even Star Wars, even Star Wars New Hope. Did the okay, same Star thing. Wars. Don't even get me started on Star Wars. That's not a cult classic. That's a cult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like no, some of our Kool-Aid? Our Kool-Aid looks like Mountain yeah. Dew, but it's really drink, good. Yeah, drink the Star Wars Kool-Aid right over there. <laughs> There's red and blue. We have yes. conventions. Huh? You got more yeah. than conventions. It's a fetish. It's blue yeah. rice milk. <laughs> yes. And it's delicious. Right. I got another one. Um, a personal hero of me and my brothers. UHF, Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, yeah. Yes. Definitely a cult classic. Yes. Because what what has he done other than that? Like what about that Michael Richards? One thing too. that like established everything that he can and has done to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I consider that a cult classic. I don't classic. know if I would. Oh, what, about I Why? what about a cult classic that spawned a whole generation of sequels? Like Mad Max. Mm. No, I wouldn't because it wasn't. Yeah, the original. I have to say, he's right. The original did not do was was a not super popular movie in the theater. The original is a cult classic. I will fight you to the death on this. I'd have to agree with you on that one. Mel Gibson. Yeah, but Mel Gibson was a bit when it happened. Yeah, at that time, yeah. No, I don't. No. Just because they're big now doesn't mean they weren't big when it happened. No, yes, he was huge. That's why he got that part. Hold no, on. I'm looking up. Hold on. <laughs> he was just an Australian actor at the time. I'm pretty sure. No, like no, just no. A yeah, he was a nobody. I think he was like in some uh, some regular. Like, I'm looking uh, it up. TV IMDb. Uh, 
bounty, mutiny on the bounty or whatever, and that was like his, his one of his first huge things. Mutiny on the bounty, a cheap remake of a best picture. Break. What's your next argument? Hold on. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't. I'm looking it up. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Excuse us, Facebook. While everyone Google. Mad Max came out in 1979. The bounty like came out in 1984. What you got? Brain. Mad Max yeah. was his first. Was his first major mo- motion picture. That's what I thought. Yeah. All right, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. I don't because it blew up. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. He did play the bearded mechanic in the Chain Reaction movie. Oh, well, then that changes Ooh. everything. <laughs> he was the beard. That same year, he was the beard mechanic in the, the Chain Reaction. Do you see how Mike agreed with me and then he quickly turned on me? Like, no, did I did not agree with you on Mad Max. <laughs> yes, you did. You said Mad Max was not a I said it was. I said I agreed with Josh. I was like, no, I don't think so. He was like, oh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I agreed with Josh. <laughs> The first hey one is. Hey guys, uh, Dalton Lane brought up yeah. Blair Witch Project. Yeah, yeah, I consider that. Of course, yeah. That, yeah. yeah, I could see that. Well, yeah. What though? Okay, so this. Uh, but then that goes into the horror thing too, though. Yeah, you dropped that. What are you saying, Ryan? Oh, we can horror films if you want. A good point. I mean, if they never made the sequels, and he's right, Paranormal Activity. I think that's a cult classic. Absolutely, absolutely. It's got Micah in it, of course it is. I don't see that as a classic. <laughs> One of the characters' names, Micah. Of course, it's a cult classic. <laughs> what about Blue right. Brother? Um, yes. Oh, yeah, yes. I agree. Paranormal Activity. Dalton Lane, you're right. I agree with you 100%. I heard four different movies. Which one are we talking about? Someone just Blue- said Blues Brothers. That was me. Mad Max, get on board. But Blues Brothers has a close... Like, Blues Brothers is close to my heart, man. Like, I couldn't... I would consider it a cult classic, but... but yeah. That movie is like everything to me. So, like, I don't know. I, I definitely consider it a cult <clears throat> classic. Not only that, because it started on Saturday Night Live and just kind of went to the big screen. What about, like, when did it come out? 95? I know it became heat. What about Clueless? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't because all the all the teen actors in there were like. Yeah, I thought I think they were just trying to cash in on Leisha Silverstone because she was, wasn't she like hitting pretty popular right at that point. I see yeah. that as kind of like the comedy version of like a Pulp Fiction, kind of riding the line a little bit there. It's got a following, but I kind of agree that we're banking on Silverstone a little bit. What about that um, Mean Girls movie? No. no. I don't know. There is some really big. There's a huge cult following yeah. for that film. Yeah. I mean, there is, but there's the, also. I think there's like even uh, a day they music, have. Music yeah, I, I agree with Brian. I've never seen the movie, but I've heard so many like people related to like high school life and stuff that's that's my thing is uh i've never watched that movie but i have heard so much about it from other people Mm -hmm. i would consider it a cult a cult classic film all right well what about uh can't hardly wait no no what about gremlin no no why y'all are just shaking your head you're not giving me reasons why i don't think it's to me that's that's like saying it was a movie american pie yeah, a cult classic. I got one. I think American Pie is a cult classic. I don't. Nothing I don't. After, I don't. All can find nothing after on. because that was a movie. Uh, American Pie one was a movie that could have flopped just as easily as been one of the like like uh, Porky's. Porky's one. That is a cult classic. 
But meatballs? American Pie is on the same wavelength, but for our mm-hmm. generation. Meatballs. Meatballs. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah meatballs. Yeah. I got see, one I think we can all agree on. You gotta say American Pie one. American Pie one. Mm. Nothing after because nobody Maybe. in American I, I don't, I don't agree with American the Pie. I think that's after uh, in there was the kid from uh, the Rookie of the Year at that time. At that time. I think Josh so, has something to say. Josh. <laughs> uh, you may Jim, speak. turn his camera off. <laughs> <laughs> if this wasn't family friendly, I would give you a symbol of my hands. Um, I got one I think we Just all Just get rid of these ones. <laughs> and uh, Josh, Josh, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Big trouble in Little China. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes. Of course. Of course. Okay, yeah. but I'm I'm kind of being but a hypocrite on that one. I'm kind of being a hypocrite on that one because Kurt Russell, Russell. was yeah. a huge yeah. was a huge actor at that point. And he's, yeah. Craven, and he's Wes Craven's like favorite actor. So I have to say, I would have to say, like I'm on the seesaw with that one. But just if because take, somebody if you is take a Russell big actor out. If you take Russell Crowe out. Wait, hold on. Just because somebody is a big actor does not mean they can't go in and make a cult movie. That is true. No, man, because it's just I'm going back to Brad Pitt. Sometimes movies. See, all right. Like I'm on the seesaw, though. If I can take Kurt Russell out of that movie and put someone else in and it probably. Can I have finish? Oh, my God. Look, listen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you look at all the characters, the three storms, uh, Egg Shin, Low Pan, those were all characters that did not need Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell added to that movie to make it freaking hilarious. But if you take other movies like that, and like uh, uh, like Fight Club, Fight Club needed Brad Pitt and Edward Norton. You can't stick two other people in there. And no other character in Fight Club was a standout character like Egg Shin, The Three Storms, Low Pan, uh, what's her name? The Green-Eyed Lawyer Girl. They all had something to do that with that movie. So there was a lot of characters in that movie that made Big Trouble in Little China. So that's my seesaw. You have Kurt Russell, who is very popular, yes, at that time, because he had already done a lot of movies up to that point, it was already <laughs> popular, so that gave it some edge. But it also uh, went against the martial arts stigma and kind of like brought that, you know, that society into comedy that spurred a lot of movies uh, after it. So, all right. So, what about it's turning so red? <laughs> what about what about straight? Let's bring up straight to DVD home movie release stuff. Can any of those be considered cult classics? I, sure. I I bring up the point of the recent popularity Sharknado. Oh, but yeah. see, that I was actually to, on TV fan, first, yeah. though. Huh? That was actually TV first, and then later they came out with the DVDs, didn't they? Yeah, it was a TV broad. So it was a straight. What I'm saying is, it, it didn't go to the theater. TV oh, movie. Okay. It never. I, I it was a TV you. movie. It was. It was never in the theater. So there's no. Right. There's no box office right. numbers to can take into consideration. But then you could also go back and consider TV movies from like the 70s and 80s too. Then. Well, yes, you can. I, I think yeah. you could. But are, yeah. are any of those? I mean, you know, it seemed like. I mean, I just popped it out because it's fresh in my mind because right. it's a recent 
popular, you know, right. pop culture yeah. thing, phenomenon. Right. And for some reason, everybody tuned in and just loved the awfulness of those okay. movies. You know? See, that, that's one of them things, though. Was it, was it just because it was so bad it was good? Or did they just like seeing the train wreck? Both. Uh, probably both. Both. Yeah, probably both, yeah. Right. What oh, about- hold on. Hold on. I want to hear Josh's rebuttal. He never got to see his rebuttal on uh, Big Trouble Little China. <laughs> well, oh, I'm sorry. You have the floor. You have the floor, Josh. <laughs> um, why can't you take a big actor like Kurt Russell and build a movie around his character using the stigma of martial arts and stuff like that? He purposefully played that character over dramatically on purpose to make mm-hmm. that movie what it was. The, the movie was based around his character with all this <sighs> mysticism of martial arts and Chinese lore. I mean, I still consider it a heavy cult following classic, even though they had a big name actor at the time with someone named uh, with the director, John Carpenter, who's made a ton of movies that has a cult following. So I. But I that's my, that's that's what I'm saying. That's my seesaw, because in my definition, well, seesaw, oil all, it and my, make it lean all this my way. all my movies don't have popular actors at that time, like a lot all of my of movies. A lot of like all the ones that I'm oh, looking at right now. One. I've been typing as I've mentioned them. All my movies, these actors were made from these movies. Now okay. that's why I took. So that's built on your I definition. Take Russell Crowe right. out of that movie and say that there were a lot of other characters in. Big I didn't know Trump Russell Crowe was in that movie. Yeah, me neither. Do what? I didn't know Russell Crowe was in that movie. Oh, sorry. You know Kurt Russell. My bad. <laughs> I can take Kurt There's Russell, a Russell out there. Of that you know, movie and look at all the other characters and say, "Oh my God, yes!" Because all those characters in that movie had something to do with that, and not just Kurt Russell. Matt, if I look at it as just Kurt Russell, if you throw him in there, it's a successful movie. But no. you can't say that it wasn't because it was Kurt Russell's name. No, because it, it was popular. No, but the way they wrote the movie and his character was all about that all of this lore about the end of the world and stuff based on Chinese lore was all hinging on this one ridiculous truck driver. Who, <laughs> I mean, who had to hold it all together. And he was completely ridiculous. I mean, that alone, the, the synopsis and the plot of the movie just stands out as a cult type movie. I mean, in today's world, you wouldn't see a movie like that made unless it's a remake. You. But I'm so, saying we can't we can't know the success of the movie because Kurt Russell is in it. What about if Escape from New York? It's built into Matt's definition. Just like Shannon, Shannon will watch anything, even if it's a piece of crap, because it's Nick Cage. It's built into Matt's definition of a cult classic. He's stating that his definition: you cannot build a movie around a known, popular, known, successful star. A majority, I, yeah, like have spurred the actor's career. But the reason I, I, I'm teeter-tottering on Big Trouble of China is I can I can take Kurt Russell out and look at everybody else because I have that movie memorized and say that even if like they probably could have now Kurt Russell iconicized that character, so it's hard for me to take him out, but I can take him and put him away and look at everybody else. I can't do that with some of the other movies y'all are talking about because like Fight Club, nobody else in that movie stood out. Even Tim Burton's wife didn't stand out to me. It was Edward Norton and Brad Pitt who were popular actors at the time. But so Edward Norton was still up and coming. 
Edward Norton was still kind of up and coming when that movie was made. He got a little bit of success from some a little earlier films, but he was not a big name actor yet. Okay, but Brad Pitt was still in it. So for that movie, they tried to do regardless. I mean, look at the director of that movie. He was a nobody trying to make a name for himself, too. Yeah, mm. Matt, I <laughs> this is what I've been doing, listening to y'all, but I've been pondering because I didn't have my discussion on the can hardly wait. I am actually going to have to agree with you because Can't Hardly Wait didn't dominate at the box office. There wasn't nobody in it other than Jennifer Love Hewitt, but her career was starting to fade a little bit. Yeah. Um, now, even like now, probably like 20 years later, you take that movie, 10 Things I Hate About You, Varsity Blues, Cruel Intentions, people are still watching those today. So wow, I, yeah. I would definitely agree. Yeah, I got to agree. I had to think about that for a while. I mean... Can't hardly wait. Definitely is a yeah. No, I agree with you. Okay, my thoughts are over. Y'all go ahead. I have a comment. <laughs> I have a thing though um, about the um, uh, the cult movies. But what about like the John Carpenter thing, where it's the director? Now, if there's so many cult movies with one director, is that a cult movie or is that just somebody following a director? That's a good the, point. I, I don't. It, I don't. I don't completely understand. Are you saying, like, say John Carpenter? We've got, like, see, John Carpenter's done Halloween. He did Big Trouble in Little China. Um, there, I'm sure there's some more. I'm of uh, the thing. The thing. Uh, uh, you know, John Carpenter's vampires. Vampires, yes. Uh, so I mean, right. think all of those different cult classic movies. Another yeah. example Are they, would be Kevin Smith. Right. See, that's yeah. what. I mean, that's another thing I was going to say. Quentin there, Tarantino. Too. Yeah. If you look at the top 100 on IMDb's cult classic list, he's got like five. Are you saying? Are you saying the same thing for Kurt Russell could go with the director? Is that what you're saying? Because people are following the director. Yes. Well, yeah, could happen. Yes. But what I'm thinking though is, can can they all be considered cult classic movies if they're all connected somehow? Because it's the one person that's really behind it all. But see, that's why I would go deeper, like in Big Trouble of China, because all the characters, if you were to use that, I would say like, OK, people are following that movie like, because of John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, then you'll have a group saying they follow that because of Kurt Russell. And then I'd be like, well, OK, well, what about everybody else? Uh, I'm blanking on Kurt Russell's best friend. Do you remember, Josh? Uh, uh, Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, so you have Wayne, you have the Three Storms, you have Lopin, you have Egg Shin, you have the Green Eyed Girl. Grace you have Law. so many other characters. Gracie yeah, Gracie Young, uh, Gracie Long. You have so many other characters that, you know, people can, like, be fans of. Like, you know there's somebody out there right now that will say, oh, my God, I love the uh, monster in Big Trouble Little China. He's my favorite character. Or, uh, you know, I love uh, the uh, <coughs> the storm that, like, blew up into a balloon because he was really funny and how he talked and how he acted in the movie or you know they loved Lopan because he he turns into an old man and then back into the tall Lopan you know it's it's almost like Star Wars you like Palpatine for some reason people like Lopan for some reason so it's like there's so many characters in uh, in Big Trouble in Little China that that's why I'm like on the teeter-totter so I'm like okay yeah people follow John Carpenter yeah because He's made some great movies. Same with Kurt Russell. Matt, where did you get your definition of cult cult film? Off American Movie Society. You you talking about the one I started with? Yeah. 
not mine. Yeah, All right. but the say one of our viewers sent me a. It's on Wikipedia. Of, well, we we know that we, we know how we know that's that all one hundred percent right. Okay, right. yeah, yeah. As they define a cult film as a cult film or cult movie, also also commonly referred as a cult classic, is a film that has acquired a cult following. Cult films are known for their dedicated, passionate fan base, <clears throat> an elaborate subculture that engages in repeating viewings, quoting dialogue, and audience participation. Okay, but one, you got Wikipedia. I would give you a D. <laughs> I don't know. I would almost agree with that definition. I, but I'm, with, I I'm with you, Micah. I think I buy into that, that definition. By the way, Kira sent me that on uh, the old snappy chatty. Thank you, Kira. Yeah, but okay, but I basically said that. But you, they just, no, Wikipedia, I can go in right now and change that if I wanted to. I can go in and edit that. Open editing. So I don't trust anything on Wikipedia, but what I said earlier basically fits that. It just doesn't have the multiple viewings part. So like, you know. Cult films are known for their dedicated, passionate. It hits a particular group or section of society. That's basically. Matt, you've got a very complicated definition of cult (laughs) movies. Let's just end it with that. (laughs) No, the one I got off off American Movie Society, that's what it says. That's basically what he said. But except for the multiple viewings part, mine is way different than that. Quoting dialogue. My, My definition is way different than that. I have another one, a comedy. Okay. Friday. Yes. Because that, that launched cool. that launched uh that launched his, both of their careers. Yeah. And well, like Ice Cube already had his rap career going, but yeah. But his I mean, acting he, career, like he wrote that, didn't he? Didn't he yeah, like he wrote it? it? Yeah. I mean that movie, I I think it was you of all people that turned me on to that movie and I saw yeah. it. I mean I was a I was crying with laughter when I saw that movie. I would say so because it hurts, not hurts, sorry, hits a certain part of society that was real and made it a comedy in uh, Ice Cube, right? Mm -hmm. Ice Cube, yeah. Yeah, Not Ice Tea. Not Ice Tea. So Ice Cube, like, he was living that life in the rap world and then writes about it as a comedy and then makes it a movie. Oh, my God. And it could have it could have turned into garbage was because uh, he already did. Didn't he already at that time do uh, what was the other gang movie he did? The Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. Yeah. And he already he like made that. It was like a serious character. But it wasn't one that like blew up his career. And then he writes and gets into Friday and then boom, like, man, Ice Cube is in like so much stuff, even today. You're saying Boys in the Hood didn't blow up his career, his acting career? No, man. No, because like it was a great character. It was a great character and he did great in that movie, but he wasn't the focus when he did Friday. Everybody knew who Friday was. Like, are you, you kidding me? Like, Everybody I went to school with wanted to be his character after they saw that movie. I went to school with a bunch of thugs. Let's just be honest, and they all wanted to be him. He, but he wasn't the main actor. He was the main actor in Friday. Friday. I know uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. was the was the was the focal point. But everybody that I know of singled <laughs> in on him. Come on, two different movies. Boys in the Hood. Matt's talking, talking about, about, boys, in the hood. about boys in the Hood. 
And I'm saying that Friday blew up his career. I'm saying he got future acting jobs. My argument is that you're my argument is that you're stating that Boys in the Hood did nothing for his career. It got him it got him a chance to No, I didn't say that. I'm saying he wasn't a big character in that. I'm saying that Friday yeah, he, was his okay, was his what he uh blew up on, blew up his career. He got into Boys in the Hood uh, because he knew people in the rap industry. That's the exact same reason he got to direct Friday or uh, write Friday. I'm not arguing how he got the role. I'm I'm just I'm just saying Boys in the Hood did a lot for his career. I'm just just saying. I can I can jump. No, I think his rap career did a lot for his career, (laughs) and I think Boys in the Hood got him into the acting industry. And I think Friday blew up his acting career. Is what I'm saying. his connections got him his acting career because of rap. Yeah. He had it because of the people he had connections with through rap. Uh, yes. I totally agree. Yo, baby, but I'm still yo, stating baby. that boys in the hood did a lot for ice cubes career. The same. It, what about I'm agreeing with you. Like y'all are arguing. No. With me. I'm agreeing with y'all. Like, yes, it had. That's the only reason he had the chance to do Friday, but I'm saying Friday is a cult classic and it blew up his career. Like he got, way more popular because of his character in Friday than in Boys in the Hood because the character in Friday was more relatable because it was more comedic and not as tough as the character in Boys in the Hood because his character in Boys in the Hood you gotta think like society as a whole not a lot of people are gonna like that character because of what it was but if you look at a comedy a lot all of society as a whole can accept characters in a comedy than they can in a serious movie. Everyone watching on Facebook. Learning, man. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Each other. I'm just gonna leave this with the fact that we went to school with two completely generate different generations (laughs) of people, because everybody that uh, that I knew that saw it wanted to be his character after they saw that movie. Well, but going on, uh, okay, going on the comedic value of real life. What about Don't Be a Menace? From the Wayans Brothers. Would you share about my mom? Okay, wait a minute. Can you show me somewhere that there's a cult following for that movie? Because I've not seen anybody who likes that movie ever. I would would say no because the Wayans Brothers like or what made that movie because we were already following the living color for so long and like when they were like saying we're gonna make a movie that's mocking <coughs> all gang movies and stuff you yeah. know and parody movie parody movies are already a popular thing i love they kind of made them ridiculous now but back yeah. in the 80s and 90s parody movies were like really we're good great and i'm uh, actually a huge fan of the of that movie but you know I like that movie, but I wouldn't consider it a cold classic. Yeah, I wouldn't either. How about yeah, this would... take knife with the low toss? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say the Wayans brothers. Like, if the Wayans brothers didn't do that movie, man, that movie would not have done anything, man. I'm sure it wouldn't have. What and about, uh, uh, what about um, the Leslie Nielsen um, Naked, Naked Gun, Gun movie? The first one. Oh, the first, no. The first because- one. Well, let's see. Wasn't there the, a TV show first? There was a TV show first called Police Squad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Because see, I, I, I mean, gun, though. I well, there was a police, but it was there was a Naked Gun movie and a Naked Gun TV show from in the 1950s, and then it went to Police Squad, 
And then from Police Squad, then they made the Naked Gun parody movies. Was Leslie Nielsen in all those? In the Police Squad and Police. the uh, the later Naked Gun, the yeah, the, yeah. the later Naked Gun, Naked movie. Gun movies, yes. Because I'll be right back. Okay. Miss you. It was a box. It was a box office success. It was made for the first movie was made for twelve million, and it wow. made it, and it grossed eighty. Hmm. So conflicted. I, I love know. the movie, but <laughs> I don't know a- if I'd consider it a cult classic. Yeah, I don't know if I would consider it a cult classic either. That's a hard one. I can agree with it. <laughs> I had never heard of Leslie Nielsen until Naked Gun. Like, I didn't even recognize that that was Leslie Nielsen in the airplane movies because I'm a younger generation. That like, my introduction to Leslie Nielsen was Naked Gun. So yeah. if I took that, uh, to, like, mine was mine was airplane movies. Mine yeah, was airplane mine was too. Yeah, mine was Naked Gun. Yeah, no, mine, mine was, was the Naked airplane. Gun. Yeah, I watched. And don't call me Shirley. No. Yeah, don't call me Shirley. Don't See, I didn't associate that with Leslie Nielsen until I was like, oh, I know who Leslie Nielsen is, and he was in the airplane movies. Mm-hmm. That's a hard what? one. That was a good I one. Know. I don't, and like, I would be like, I'm, I'm sitting now, here. Like, what about what about airplane? Would you consider that one a cult yes, classic? First yeah, one? I yeah, think I would, so. Yeah, I, I would say I would say yes too. The I second one, you, you could debate. Know. Ryan, too, what do you though. think? Airplane. What do you airplane. think? Airplane. Never saw it. You've never seen the first one. What? Oh, we wow. must we must remedy this stat. Yeah. Yeah. Turn them do. off. Turn them off. Uh, we need to have a viewing party right now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'll I'll stay up and watch it. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this now. Yeah. You know we're all counting on you. Yeah. All right, Ryan. Hey, black him out, but you blacked me out already. What did I do? Okay. I guess I quit this wrong day to start. I want to hear Josh's side, but. My my argument with Ryan is no, I'm not arguing with that. I said that wrong. Sorry. There are so many uh quotes, just like a Mel Brooks movie in Airplane, that you would probably recognize because they're still used today, oh. like the Don't Call Me Shirley. Mm-hmm. Uh in looks like, that movie. The, looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know that guy was that was that uh the main actor? Like, man, like I only know him in those movies. Was that like his first big break? Was Airplane One? No, 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 no. That was no, Lloyd no. Bridges. Yeah. Or, or which which, I, which guy are you talking about? The one that swept Robert him. Hayes. Yeah, Robert yeah. Hayes. Was that his first big break, though? I think he had the uh, no, Robert Hayes the only movies I know him in. So I'm Robert gonna... Hayes, I don't think was ever a huge box office success. Right. He had he was huge. He was like consider him like Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, he was huge in B rate movies. So I would say yeah, I, that girl was popular because she was in she was in like a several of uh, Gutenberg's movies, including Bad Medicine. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Ooh, I love that movie. Those movies yeah, hilarious. Bad Medicine is amazing. I love Bad Medicine. Can, can I, uh, sorry for having left and come back. Am I to assume somewhere in this box has not seen the movie Airplane? Ryan, Ryan hasn't seen Airplane. I'm up to date. Now, but, all right, so so Josh, why do you why do you say no? I don't know. I just I, I maybe I'm just not as big into airplanes as everybody else. I just see it as a really funny comedy. I never saw it as a cult following or anything like that. It it 
based on everything we've talked about, I don't see it as like the movie that people follow kind of a thing. I see it as something we revisit from time to time, but I don't see it as the like a cult following or anything like that. Mm. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but just like too much battles, maybe yeah. like. But okay. if you want to switch gears and go into a different genre or something, what about a movie that spawned multiple sequels that I could care less about any of them, but the original I consider a cult classic, and that is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I would go back to the Halloween. Yeah, I, I would do like the original. You, you keep yeah, going back to the it's original. It's like a horror thing, yeah. It, it's but just, the only problem with the chainsaws is they had a problem with being remade all the time. Right. Not necessarily sequels. The original. Right. The original would be counted uh, with the rest. Yeah. I would consider so. the original. I would consider the yeah. original. I'll tell you another yeah. horror film that uh, spawned. Here, you have not seen yeah. Airplane? <laughs> <laughs> You're like 10 years late. <laughs> I'm just now you looking at my Josh? screen. Get watching mm-hmm. right now. Airplane. It's so funny. My screen is not showing any of the comments. Like I'm, Oh, you can't see. I've got it open in another tab. I've yeah, got, got it in another tab. Yeah. Uh, another horror <laughs> film that no one's mentioned um, that I consider a cult classic from the beginning that spawned a bunch of re, uh, rem- uh, remakes and, well, not remakes, sequels, uh, Hellraiser. Yeah. Again, no. oh, yeah. I, yeah. I think yeah. you take any, like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, you take all of them. Let me, I, I'm interested in hearing uh, Brian Orman, your opinion yeah. on Hellraiser. Scoots. Scoots. <laughs> Excuse me, Scoots. Says the guy uh, who didn't even say his name when we did the round table. Hell, a Hellraiser, what it, cult classic? Yay, nay. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. You're our resident horror expert. I just want to. <laughs> I agree because this Hellraiser is a sensitive area because. <laughs> sorry. Because it actually has Satanism in it. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of religion to oh, that yeah. movie. It, it is a touchy subject. <laughs> it's a touch, that's a touchy movie. I've only seen the yeah. first one once and that is all i needed and I, i'm pretty sure jim showed it to me at like That's 40 years old or something crazy i did uh or, of, course, or, of course i'm also the person that showed y'all freddy krueger and then put on the glove and went outside and scraped yeah. on the windows yeah you oh you're that glove. jerk <laughs> oh or or put on halloween then went to the went to the box and turned off the power in the house yeah <laughs> let's just do that all right, but I'll that's just called being that. a big brother, I right? Was that. Jim, that was the first one Jim got me in on. He was like, I'm gonna go turn the box off, but you gotta play it hard with Brian just so he freaks <laughs> out. So I don't know, I'm only like not eight, nine years old at this point. So <laughs> oh. hey, we got another uh somebody brought up another horror horror genre, the ring. Yeah, I didn't really like those movies. Okay, it, it, but, but, I, I, it, but that's opinionated because I but think it's not a cult classic. It had a following. It's People good. dressed up like it. But classic. the thing, too, is do you consider it the ring or the ringu from the original one? From yeah, do you think Japan? the original from, from Japan? Exactly. Yeah, so that's where it started. The original, yeah. the ringu. Uh, more yeah. of the cult that's your cult classic. Yeah. yeah, that's what because, I would say, too, yes. Because that's where it came from, and then America was like, well, let's do our version. Right. So, but, yeah. wasn't, but wasn't the ring, Josh, wasn't the ring where they first came out with that new creepy way of... Uh, 
the presenting that character, the way that person came out of the TV it was, was all weird. Was and yeah, but I, and uh, the grudge. Yeah, oh grudge. yeah, yeah, that's right. But yeah. I think that was another one that was done in Japan first too. True, it was. It was. What about Scream? No, no, no. The first you had one, all the, the first one, just the first one. The, the first, first Scream one? movie is the definition of taking a really good cult director like Wes Craven and putting it with a big Hollywood studio and say, "Let's make some yeah. money." And you had too yeah. many names. Too many and names. Cast. Okay. I mean, I can get I can on board see, with that. I can, I can, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I want to go back to the I, '80s. Red Dawn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we have a winner. Wait, 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 wait. We got to get make sure Matt's okay with Patrick Swayze. But <laughs> he's not going to be. He's not going to be big in that movie. No, with that one though, is it a classic or is it a cult classic? Because a lot a of people consider it a classic. Emilio, uh, Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez. Uh, I tell, you what, really, I tell you what, what's her name from America? Leah Thompson, yeah. Uh, the other the love one, of my life. Jennifer Gray, I tell yeah. you what, Jennifer Gray. Let's see Russia try to invade America and see how many people <clears throat> follow that cult, okay? Yeah, <laughs> how many uh underground uh anarchists did Red Dawn create, do you think? Matt, what is your son doing behind you? Yeah. I was just about the same thing. <laughs> See what it's, I mean? it's Jedi training. Jeez. is the cult. <laughs> Proof it's, in the pudding. And Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. What? Boring in here. They go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, oh Matt, hey, Matt, I got one for you. Just, uh, uh, just out of morbid curiosity, because actually, some people, some uh, a while back, I actually read, and it was funny we're doing this because I actually read this in some magazines listed as an unexpected cult classic to some. I, I, I want to hear yours as well as others. Blank man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say no because that is a I do too. Williams brother. Again, I do too, yeah. but I only ask because it was listed in a magazine as an unexpected uh, cult classic. So, not to say that they're but telling the truth, it's probably their opinion. If we're going to go that route, I would say Meteor Man is a bigger cult classic than Blank. It probably was. It, yeah. it probably was. But, but about American, is, I mean, I have seen people at cons dress up as Blank. Dressed up, yes, I've exactly. Seen dressed up as con- at cons. But see, the thing is, is you got to go back to you had David Allen Greer. Uh, mm-hmm. You had the uh, that Wayne's brother. I can't. I'm blanking. Damon on Wayne's. Damon. Was it Damon Wayne's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you had Damon Wayne's, David Allen Greer. Uh, uh, but now that was the before girl. they had a really big name in the movies, though. They True. Were, they were on TV, but not movies. Yeah, they were big in TV. But, but they were really popular. That's what I'm saying. Just like uh, Don't Be a Menace. It was all Wayne's brothers. So you had that was all name. To me, that's the reason. Yeah. Like it was so popular, was his name. I was. It that's another teeter totter, man. Because oh, oh, I got like one. You said like I've seen people at cons dressed up yeah. as yeah. blank man. So. Absolutely, I would still say no. But me too. I can see. I can, I can see somebody fight for it though. Exactly. What about, that, what that, about that's American? Why I brought Christian? it to the table. 
American graffiti, I would say yes, because it's just it's it's the same kind of deal as Days to Confused. Didn't that come uh, after the success of Happy Days, though? I mean, yeah, Happy Days was in the fifties, no. but I mean, that was that's where it was said. It wasn't in the fifties. Oh, I thought it was. No, it no, was. You're right. 70s. It was like seventies because yeah, Harrison Ford wasn't popular. The only pop you had, uh, Richard Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Because he was I in mean, Jaws. He was up and comer then. Yeah, and you uh, had uh, no, but yeah, Ron Howard, who was Opie. Yeah, yeah, Ron Howard. Ron Howard was still big from now, Happy Days. I, I'm pretty sure Happy Day was Happy Days before American Graffiti or during. I thought I, it was. I, I thought it was before and during. That's what I was thinking too. Let me look real quick. Happy Days was 1974, and, so I, thought, and I thought American Graffiti was building on the success that Happy Days was having, using that same cast, using some of the same cast. I have one. That you'll never 1973 find. 1973 was uh, American Graffiti. So it was before Happy Days. Yep. So it was before. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking uh, American Graffiti was before. And then. Uh, then I would say, yeah. Happy Days was after. Because they wanted to kind of continue it on. And that's the reason why uh, Ron Howard <coughs> was picked. So if that's yeah. the case, then I would I would classify it as a cult classic. I, I definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Josh. What? You were saying something. Oh, I was I'm moving on to a different movie. I was letting y'all finish your conversation. Well, that's mighty nice of you, Josh. <laughs> I can be nice sometimes. It's, it's time for you to say that movie. <laughs> uh, well, it's a movie that you would never find anybody dressing up as, but many people consider it a cult film because you cannot say there was a big actor in it because he was a nobody when it came out. And now it's the movie that started his whole career, and that was Bloodsport. Yeah. I can see yeah. that a cult classic. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and the show My Age, I saw that in the theater next to Mega Market and Hundred Oaks <laughs> with my father at midnight. That's where we used to see me and Jim saw most of our movies before they built the one yeah. in uh, Harding Mall. Harding Mall, yeah. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, we saw a double feature. No, it couldn't have been a double feature. It's two different years. But anyway, we ended up walking home that night, and he, want, my dad wanted to cut through uh, Ella's funeral home and, at like 1 a.m. in the morning. I said, you're out of your mind. So, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, Bloodsport was one I wrote down way back when. All right, so one that a, a lot of people dress up as, but no one's mentioned yet, Judge Dredd. Okay. Mm. Well, see, the I thing is, it I was can't a- say... I love Judge Dredd. I love him. I can't say that's a cult classic. I can't. Because I got the one with Sylvester. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. The Just like Demolition the- Man. I can't I love Demolition Man. Mm-hmm. I consider Demolition Man. That one I don't know. I would almost say Demolition Man is a cult classic. Like I agree with you on Judge Dredd. Weren't both of those box office successes? Yes, no, yes. No, both so. of them were box office successes. So, they were but both Demolition Man has a, and they were I only box office a, successes because Sylvester Stallone was in them. And I don't know about Demolition that. Man has Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes. But it is no, I, and Sandra you know, I still consider Demolition Man a cult following. I, mean, I do too. Because I'll have to I, fight people on I've that seen one. people dress up in cons, and I've had, but the thing is with. Judge Dredd, though, is it was I've a comic tons, 
tons of Judge Dredd. But it was a comic like first. It was a comic yeah. first. And that's where, you know, so that's the only reason. See, and the, yeah, it, it's a comic first. So you can't see, in my opinion, you, you can't separate them. So you don't know if the people, because there's been a third Judge Dredd movie too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The, I got one that's not a comic. At least I don't think it is. But it crosses a couple of different sci-fi, action, um, Repo Man. Yeah. That's got to be listed as a cult classic somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine so. Oh, good. Nobody argued with me on that one. <laughs> no. All right. All right. You want to know another one that I consider a cult classic? And it's only because it was complete garbage in every way is uh, The Shadow. You know what, motherfucker? Oh, I hated that <laughs> movie so bad. We were this close. We were this, this close. Let me tell you something. When this is all over and I can actually see you in person, you and me, friend. <laughs> the shadow was so bad on. Hey, Josh. Time, Josh. Based on a radio show. Hey, hey Josh. Bring it. <laughs> you know what? I can be pretty crafty when I need piece to be. Of garbage. Shadow was a big piece of garbage. I enjoyed it, but thank that's you, me. Brian. It was not meant to be taken seriously. It's based right. on a radio slash comic book character, and they still made it suck. Mm-hmm. And like, what so about I Phantom? would consider that a cult classic. I was just thinking that too. Like yeah, that 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 popped into my <laughs> mind. When you say no? Shadow, bat. Phantom hey, with Billy Zane pops in my head. Hey, without the shadow, you wouldn't have Batman. Shadow. On record. Oh, no, <laughs> I, 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 I agree with you. I love the shadow. Thank you, Brian. I, 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 I didn't it. hate it, but I'm not, I'm not on board with it being a cult classic. I never said it was. Matt brought that up to get a rise out of me. And it yeah, was I he did. I don't. Yeah, I was but like, I'm trying to stay on topic. With cult classic, but it is a good movie. I believe. You yeah. see, my, my whole point was. Like it was, it sucked so bad that there was people still fans in it, just like y'all. So like that's why I would consider it a cult class. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just trying to make people mad now. Of course, of um, course. it's working. Poking you the hair. Hey, hey uh, <laughs> brother of mine from another mother. All right, all right. So let, before we before we close out, I want to put movies aside, cult classic movies aside. Before we close out, let's all say a TV show that we think is a cult classic that is, has affected us or society. And then we close out, um, with uh, uh, closing. So what, 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 what is a show personally? Let's say personally, we can all disagree. We're not going to sit here and debate the shows, but let's say personally, a TV show that has affected you and that you think has affected society to become a cult classic TV show. Start with Jim's or black. Or scoots. What? Sorry. What'd you what? say? Oh, friends. <laughs> Give a quick, quick reason why. Quick reason, Ryan. I, uh, I mean, it, it's all about friendship. <laughs> uh, it essentially defined the nineties. It did just it all defined the nineties. Passion, everything for uh, going through rough times, uh, relationships. You know, it, it, it did everything to affect a lot of people. <laughs> Uh, Kira said the Simpsons. I don't think anybody, any one of us can disagree on that one. No, no. Uh, but now is it, they, they freaking, well, predict you the wouldn't, future. I wouldn't consider it cult. 
I'd consider that a classic because it's been on for so long. The Simpsons, so long. The Simpsons mm-hmm. to me is kind of like Star Wars. It's going to outlive us all. So Probably. the Simpsons will keep making episodes after we're all well, long dead. No, they'll they'll die, but then they'll have uh, computer animated or computer generated voices doing the characters. Yeah. Probably, probably. Whatever. That's yeah. going to outlive us all. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Now I the go. <laughs> I go back to uh, I go back to the original '60s Star Trek. I was gonna uh, say Star Trek. I think yeah, uh, Trek, I think yeah, it kind of paved the way for nerdom and fandom and everything that would be, you know, uh, space related. I, I think it just paved the way for all the, you know, great movies and TV shows that we mm-hmm. got in the future. Yeah, I would say Quantum Leap. Yeah, I, mean, I love that show. Quantum Leap was at its time the technology and the 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 storylines that I mean, could you imagine if you were leaped into someone else's body and you had to be that person? That was just, you know, when I watched it, I thought, man, if I could do that, I could be someone else. Cause sometimes I didn't want to be me or yeah. how cool would it be yeah. to be, you know, a president or a woman? Yeah. I mean, how many people, how many men or women have said, man, would it be like to be the other sex? That's what made that show so freaking cool was that yeah, yeah. you could pop him into any Anyone. personality. And then not only that, but like Everyone. any situation. And you know what? Yeah. That's a show I would take right now as a reboot. Oh, or I would a, too. Or a, or a, a heartbeat. That's an or even, a, or even a continuation. Continuation. Yeah. Like his yeah. son, like, you know. He he got to go back in one of the episodes, so he technically could have a son. Mm-hmm. I and agree wholeheartedly. I, I would watch that religiously because that's my I show. Quantum Leap. I have one. I'm afraid to mention it because I'm afraid everybody's going to yell at me. <laughs> We're all friends here, man. Sure. Sometimes, to a point. No. We, we uh, silently me. judge everybody. <laughs> Sometimes y'all not don't so silently judge me. I really think y'all make it vocal. <laughs> That's what I said. Sometimes not so, so silently. Josh, I think you I make like it more, so easy, Matt. Josh, I think I like more. I like it better right now that you laugh and looked at the person you were laughing at. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a story. It's like you literally braided yourself like you, you, uh, you shut up. What's the show? What's the show? What's the show? Love it or hate it. And before I tell you what it is, um, it actually, in my opinion, set precedence for all TV shows going forward for making. Just shut up and say the show. <laughs> I'm going to finish what I'm saying. All right. You've been awfully quiet this whole time. Let me yeah. <laughs> This show God started bless you, Ryan. big budget shows going forward. Um, and until, I mean, a producer lost his job over it for the first episode because he put so much money into it. So my pick would have to be Lost. Um, lost Wait, is... Lost. 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 All that. And it's Lost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. <laughs> Okay, let's, I, I'm, I, I, let's be honest, Mike. Uh, let's be honest there, Josh. You did. You lost me. So <laughs> I, I, was in it, I was in it until you said the show. I was in it. <laughs> you had me, brother. It set, it set the precedence for all big budget shows going forward because up until that, I'm not uh, hardly any show put a lot of money into their shows like Lost did. And because of that, a lot of people learned, boom, hey, they can make money off this if they actually put quality into it. What they did to Lost is what Marvel did to its movies. Oh, God. Hey, Ryan, what's your show? 
Freaks and geeks. geeks. Freaks and geeks. Freaks and geeks. Dude, wow. just think about it, man. Like for that yeah, time period, for our age, the cliches, the eighties, like clicks, it had everything you needed in it. So yeah, I would definitely say freaks and geeks. And now everybody wants it back on Netflix, including me. Brian. Uh, hold on. She hasn't answered yet, but if she were to say something, Katie would probably say my so-called life. That, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. A good one but that but see like my so-called life hits a specific target and like changed their lives i've never seen the show but i, understand I have neither but my, my so like I'm here, I, I can i can see that lost <laughs> <laughs> who right. uh, uh, <laughs> i'm gonna go way back here and say andy griffith oh nice. yes yes definitely you, you know my you know, mom is probably watching that show right now. Probably. You know she is. She loves that show. You're That's cheating. Like show in the world. Wow. You know, if it wasn't if it wasn't for friends, I was actually gonna I was actually thinking more of going back older and saying MASH, because I actually like the comedic value of MASH. Yes, that is Brian, true. Brian, you're I, you're cheating. You can't you can't invoke the Andy Griffith card. If you're gonna invoke that, <laughs> now I'm gonna revise my answer and say Golden Girls. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> You right, would think about it. Uh, scoots, sorry, Scoots. Yes. You said mash. Scoots. Yes. So you could say mix mash like set a format for the thirty-seven hospital shows that are in existence today. Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like it can. And military shows too. And yeah. military shows. Yep. And and from both serious. And comedic right voice. together, yeah. and it oh, also and it also it I'm also not. set it also set the format for boosting the careers of what would soon become larger actors, absolutely like giving them absolutely. small spots on on, yep. a, on an occasional show. Yep. And mm-hmm. had a lot of relatable care or uh, a lot of lovable characters on absolutely. Mash. Oh yeah, but Mash had the had that ability to keep you in with its comedic value but hit you with some truth oh like, yeah oh like, yeah like like everybody if you watched it there's always that one point in the series when you've gone this far and you've watched comedy but we all remember that part where radar came in when everyone's doing surgery and he's got that shocked look on his face oh, when yeah. the commander went down in the plane over mm. over somewhere and he yeah, was commander shut down blake, and died. Yeah. yeah commander blake was mm-hmm. was relieved of his duty and was going home and was shot down and said mm-hmm. there were no survivors. He was yeah, because everybody was like, "Oh, he gets to go home. He gets to go home." Yep. He finally gets to see his wife and kids. Yep. So we got Damn. hey, so we got a we got a couple of uh, audience participation. Uh, Kira brought up Dawson's Creek. Um, oh, I know a lot of people that would say that. Actually. And yeah. then Dalton brought up Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah, I could see <laughs> that, that too. too. Absolutely. Yeah. Dalton. <laughs> Dalton, Dalton, Dalton. Brother, <laughs> you know what, brother. though? You know what I've got? Oh, it here. And you could have come at me with anything other than Boy Meets World. I yeah. might Problem with Topanga? I might have to take my show back because I have to go. I was thinking of shows I've watched over in a Wonder Years. I love oh, it. Yeah. Now, yes. Wonder Years is a great yes. one. Yes. Wonder Years was a show that, man, I think every one of us could have I'm surprised one of you guys didn't say West Wing. I was just about to say that. I okay, but mm, yeah, okay. I would consider that a cult classic, yeah. though. 
I can, I can watch that over movie. and over and over again. But see, True. West Wing, you can also say that a lot of the actors in there, like Martin Sheen, could have made that movie or that show. But I love West Wing. So, I mean, it does hit a specific target audience and has changed. It might have had effect on <coughs> politics as a whole. So I could say, yeah, that it could be a cult classic. Yeah. All right, Matt, what's yours? End us out with it. Uh, Jim hasn't said one. Yeah, he said Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, original. Yeah, he went to the original series. Yeah, yeah. original You're series. You're the last one. I would, I would say uh, a tie between Sesame Street and Mister Rogers, because both of them. Now you took on the heartstrings, bro. But that you just made Micah shed a tear. Think about it. Uh, <laughs> they both have a very uh, a lot a lot of lovable characters that individuals can take as their own. And brought controversy to the eye of the public that changed society as a whole, especially Mr. Rogers. And like the whole uh, uh, when what's his name, the grocery store owner on Sesame Street died. They brought death to kids and explained death Mm -hmm. to kids. And Mr. Rogers would share a bathtub with an African-American, which was you know, not groundbreaking. Okay. At the Mm -hmm. time. So it was like, they both brought something that actually changed society for the better and is still in effect. Like Mr. Rogers is coming back, you know, movies, you know, and all Mm -hmm. his shows are getting bought again because Tom Hanks uh, did a movie about him and they did that documentary about him and about his life. So it's like, he's still going and like, you never made, he might live on, way after we're dead just because Pl- of what he's done for society and sesame his street legacy. Is still on his legacy mm. will live forever oh, yeah. plus uh, they're both learning shows uh, which teaches yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's a great thing and not only that but it can always continue on reading rainbow reading rainbow reading rainbow mine was quantum leap by the way I saw you said what was mine. Hey, speaking of reading Rainbow, did y'all hear that uh, what's-his-name is actually reading books right now? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. He's actually reading books right now for people, and I think that is awesome. It's awesome. What's going on right Mm -hmm. now. But no, I agree with you, Matt. Uh, uh, Mr. Rogers, I I really feel like the world would be a much better place if we had more people like him in the world. No kidding. Right. (laughs) Amen. I wonder if anybody out there would say say Saved by the Bell. I watched wow. it. It's because of Saved by the Bell. I, I went and saw Showgirls. I'll tell you that. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, right, Matt. Yeah, well, right. It's, that's it's what led same. him to go, though. It's the same reason you went and saw Screech's solo movie, too, right? Yeah. Sure. yeah. What movie are you talking about? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we end, can I uh, throw out a couple of honorable mentions that no one mentioned on the movies that I just happened to write down earlier? Yeah. Sure. yeah. Uh, Point Break, the original. Mm. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I uh, like that one. I, I like it, like but that one. I don't I like to consider it a cult classic. Hold on, hold on. I'm not done. Dark City. Uh, mm. Scanners. I cannot believe no one mentioned Easy Rider. Oh, yeah. Yes. That is an actual, because that changed bike. Yeah. Micah, Micah, Micah just, Micah Micah just brought it. up Hackers. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Hackers. Yes. Yes. And, uh, yes. Hackers made me want to be a hacker, and I can never last, do it. My last I, two were both from the horror genre: uh, Scanners and uh, Reanimator. 
I loved Reanimator. That was that was such a re- like it was so bad it was good. Like Reanimator was so bad it was good. Like I enjoyed it mm. because it was such a goofy, goofy plot. I love Reanimator. What about uh, what about Kira brings up the Dark Crystal? Dark crystal. <laughs> no, because Jim Henson. I think I it's a classic. Yeah, I'd say it's a classic movie. Yeah, it's a classic movie. Well, that's yeah for a show, yes, or the yeah. movie. Because well, I wouldn't say show that yes, the, movie no. Yes, that's what I would say. Yes, yes. Yeah. Show yes, show yes, movie, movie no. no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I'd so, agree with that. Uh, we want to thank everybody who uh, watched the show tonight, participated. Um, you know, we know everybody is uh, having a tough time being isolated to their house, and they could be watching anything else right now. And most of you probably are. And. <laughs> He's ready to be done. So, like, we want to thank everybody for watching. We want to thank everybody for participating. Uh, we're going to do something different tonight. We're going to throw it over to Pastor Ryan, who's going to close this out. May the force be with you. I was going to say that. And with you. All right. So, everybody knows that we've been going through the COVID 19, and right now we just need to with either just a moment of silence or I'm going to be leading in a prayer. So if everybody can, let's just bow our heads and go to prayer. Most gracious and heavenly Father, Lord, Lord, I just uh, come to you right now during a time of uncertainty on some things, Lord, but we just ask, Lord, that you just be with each person that is on this podcast and in the world and with their families. Father, we just ask that you just be with the elderly. We ask that you be with parents who can't stay home that are our essential workers And those are our medical field, our police officers, first responders, just everyone out there, Lord. Lord, we just know that through you, we just know that this is going to go away, that it's just in a time period, Lord. And we just ask that we just turn to you. And Lord, we just thank you. I thank you for my fellow brothers right here, Lord, as we just come together and bring some fun, bring some lightheartedness, and we just, just take it all to you. And Lord, we just thank you and we praise you. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 We are the Eclectic Collective. I'm Matt. I'm Scoots. I'm Brian. I'm Micah. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. I'm Jim. We did it! Yeah! Everybody remembered their name.